0: Welcome back to everyone, a podcast about celebrating storytelling. We talk movies, TV shows, video games, and beyond every week. And this week we are starting our recap of Avatar The Last Airbender leading up to the new show. And we were joined by a very special guest. Not Daniel. Daniel's always here. Just kidding. Hi, Daniel. How's it going? Sorry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's going
1: pretty good. But now um, we have a special <laughs> guest, which is.
0: Logan Baker. Logan, who has also been on the pod before. As we mentioned last time, you were, the last episode you were on was the uh, food episode. and mm-hmm. You've been in, I think, the most episodes because you were in the background of a lot of the very early video episodes because you were my roommate in college. Yeah. Um, you're also an Avatar aficionado. How are you doing today, man?
2: I'm doing great. How are you guys doing?
0: Freaking pumped to be doing talking good, about dude. this. Yeah. We've been talking doing about this good. podcast, doing this like Avatar rewatch for so long, and um, when I found out that the, like, they were doing a live action one, I was like, we'll do it whenever that comes out. And it's been freaking like four years since yeah. it's fi- <laughs> it's been announced and we came up with this idea that it has finally, it's about to come out. So I'm so happy we're finally doing this. But yeah, just to, like, a little stuff up top to talk about the structure of these next few episodes. This week, um, we, we were originally thinking about doing like a season per episode and getting through all of Avatar in like three weeks but I just feel like we were talking Logan and I were texting Daniel and I were texting and I feel like it's just like too vast and Avatar deserves more than that um like some more like in-depth analysis yeah so the way it's gonna work instead of doing that we're gonna do this week we're talking about the first 10 episodes of book one so season one of Avatar and then next week we're gonna talk about the last 10 episodes of book one and then we're gonna do the (laughs) M. Night Shyamalan Um, live action movie unfortunately (laughs) (laughs) and then Uh, i think around that time the new show should be coming out which also only covers season one of the show so at that point we'll have been talking about season one for three weeks we'll be like experts in it i feel like so yeah that's the plan any questions concerns from you guys about the plan
2: (laughs) Nah, dude, that sounds solid to me works for me i can't wait to get into it
0: all right, so uh, book one. I kind of figured we could just kind of go through, like, e- like each episode, talk about some highlights from each and, like, a bunch of other fun things, some recaps, some reviews, uh, behind-the-scenes stuff, whatever. But just, I want to ask you both overall, Logan as our guest, what do you think of book one? Or just what do you think of Avatar in general, your opinion on
3: Avatar,
2: <laughs> the show? I mean, you could call Avatar kind of, like, a... A gateway drug to other animes (laughs) a little like it's it's yeah for a lot of people yeah really uh a lot of people our age at least who remember watching it as a kid and then um kind of grew up with it it might have been a great segue into um learning about different uh japanese style anime art artwork and and everything else because of the uh the influence that had on on the two creators um it clearly yeah. shows up in, yeah. in all of the all of the uh, episodes. Yeah, it's like anime
0: light, almost. Like, it doesn't have all of the tropes of anime. And I remember listening to some podcasts. I think, like, the creators didn't want it to be full. Like, a lot of people, when they think anime, they think, like, very big eyes and often, like, over-sexualized women. And they didn't want to take those aspects of anime. They just wanted, like, the kind of i don't know like overarching story and the influences of of certain art styles and i think they in my opinion picked like the best bits of it to um, incorporate and, and kind of make their own thing i'm, I'm i kind of coined the term amerinime instead of anime it's like american <laughs> anime i mean american, most people uh, just I say like american
2: that.
3: anime
0: but
2: yeah i think i like amerinime like the hybrid <laughs> animals like the that hybrid animals avatar
0: i'm combining them to amerinime <laughs>
2: Yeah, I think Miyazaki is a really big influence um, on both the creators. Oh, yeah. I, I remember hearing them talk about him a lot when they uh, were working on creating this uh, this whole world of theirs.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you can definitely see the influences um, all around, um, It like in the show pop up. Um, it's also interesting, but I'll get into that. That's more book one. But, Daniel, what, what are your thoughts just on Avatar and no, your thoughts I just on like, it as a whole?
1: I, I like the concept as a whole. I mean, it, there's always been something. Uh, special about just the concept with the the core nature of like all the elements, but then also how they expanded the universe into uh, the philosophy of, of the more spiritual side of things, and and just the world building. I, for me, I mean, you guys know this. I'm a sucker for world building. This and has this world fantastic world building. Is Daniel, just if, you of the best. if you haven't
0: seen, um, yeah, Hello Future Me, it's this like YouTube channel, and he specifically focuses on talking about world building, and he talks about different like pop culture like big epic stories that have excellent yeah. world building. And he has, not like m- a lot of what he talks about is just avatar and like their world building. And he dives into like the history of like the earth kingdom and how they like what, how the creators thought of like how they developed and how like, like their civilization is built around being able to move the earth. It's like fantastic. I, I highly recommend you check that I'll out if that you look. haven't. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I am sorry you, what was it? was that Hello called? future me is what it's called. Hello future me.
1: Okay. I'll have to
0: give that a look. Yeah, but, sorry, you were saying just overall about. But yeah, Avatar. no, it's
1: just it's just great when it, when it comes to like comparing the different books. Though it's funny going back on this rewatch and seeing like how much things from what I remember in the later books how things like changed from this OG uh, book of water, and it's just like yeah, huh. and it's, it's not like anything bad. It's just like it's well, I think seeing, they like, also
0: progressed. Didn't have the and resources then, like, or the knowledge yeah. for how to do this in the very beginning. Like a lot of it was figuring out the world, the rules of the um like the world and and this story and also Nickelodeon this was such like a risk for them and like kind of unproven that I don't know if they were given like all of the resources they would have liked starting out also they were like very young first time uh yeah. creator like showrunners like i think they were in their like 20s when they were showrunning like heading this project and like i i remember in one podcast like the one guy had like a very big beard and and, like was bald so a lot of people that he was working with that were older than him thought that he was like in his late 30s early 40s and then when they found out he was like in his 20s they were like what like you're (laughs) you're telling me what to do and you're in your 20s that's
2: Um, that's a Mike Mike DiMartino yeah yeah and then Brian Um, Konetsko is the other the other creator right
0: yeah, I think they met, like,
2: in college at
0: Rhode Island or something like that. They went to school with, like, Seth MacFarlane, Um And, like, we also helped out on, like, Family Guy, I think, a little bit. Um, but, yeah, like, it's, uh, for me personally, just my overall cool little blurb about Avatar. I agree with what you both said. Like, I-, I personally love this show. Like, when we had that episode, Daniel, where we talked about, like, the media that influenced us the most mm-hmm. um, growing up into getting into our respective fields. Like, Avatar was one of the, like, eight or whatever that I... talked about that like really like opened my eyes because I I really like it doesn't like Avatar doesn't treat you it's a kid show but it doesn't treat it treat you like you're a kid like it has really complex themes that you can appreciate as as, like an adult and then fun things you can appreciate like as a kid and it was just completely different like my first exposure to something that's like really different than like the typical Nickelodeon cartoons like Spongebob which again I love but like (laughs) this is like so different and like opened up the possibility of like different world building and it's just so freaking sick. the the risks they took and how they pulled it off. The storytelling, the characters are all fantastic in my opinion. It's not without its faults. Like there are some things, especially in this season, I wanted to talk about. Um, but yeah. I can't speak highly enough about the show. I literally have above my uh, bed right now, like a a metal display of Uncle Iro uh, under the the tree. Logan, that was hung up oh, in our I college apartment. That yeah, <laughs> I still got it. I remember that. Um, But yeah, Uh, so let's jump into uh, like book one, I guess. We've talked about like the show overall. Um, Yeah. I personally do want to say that like I think book one is my least favorite of the three. And it's not that it's bad. Like I – there are fantastic elements that I do want to highlight in this. But I think, again, they didn't have the funding and they were finding their footing with like the animation style and also – somewhat the characters they had a lot of it mapped out like they had like a show bible from the beginning that had all the story like mapped out which is also awesome that they thought that far ahead but i think this season is the weakest just because the other two are so fantastic in my opinion yeah
1: and again i i agree with that and but at the same time i don't think we should discredit the season it's very it is the foundation
0: yeah and
1: it's it's just amazing to see like again just a lot of the footwork being done here to like set up those again in my opinion i agree with you jake the the better later seasons too again it's just like baby steps what I, would you
2: guys say your favorite season is i would guaranteed say say it's season three or book three um but i would also say like if season two and three are a 10 out of 10 i think season one's probably got to be like a 9.5 out of 10 it's so yeah. close yeah. it's just yeah. just Just barely not there.
0: Also, you cannot have season two or three without the setup of season one. Yeah, exactly. Which I totally understand and don't want to diminish it at all. But so you're saying season three is your favorite, Daniel, what about you?
1: That's tough. I'm also inclined to say season three, just from the way that, uh, I mean, again, with with how everything was planned out and set, everything was good. Uh, You get good old boom, boom, man. Uh, sparky, Sparky, boom, boom! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, come on, that's your reason. That's your only reason yeah. for season three being
0: great. Not everything comes <laughs> Just, to a combination but Sparky, Sparky, <laughs> sparky boom, man! Not,
1: not Zuko finding his due source of fire bending in the dragons. Oh, in also, the yeah, and all spoilers that.
0: for all of Avatar. Oh, also. yeah, for all of that. How long, from like two thousand five, yeah, to two thousand seven or eight, whatever it was. Yeah, big spoilers um, from, like, I, <laughs> I've always been a 20 years ago, a proponent of season two. Like, I really like oh. season two. Like, I've liked both. I like all three seasons. Uh, two and three yeah. are my favorite. But I honestly, and I don't know, I might have to reassess once we rewatch those. Maybe I was just trying to be different, like, ooh, season two. But I think I'm also just biased towards Earth. Like, I really like them kind of finding their footing. <laughs> unintended with uh <laughs> like earth and um, like bossing say it was always so sick and yeah I don't know I really like do like season two so but we'll talk about that when we get there I guess um yeah, yeah. I also as we go through each episode I kind of want to rank all of the episodes kind of like out of 10 and just kind of get your opinions okay. on like what are the best um, episodes this season um are you gonna so be- should we start are you gonna yeah. write
2: them down somewhere so that we can kind of come back once we're sure. like through season three and and look back at you know all of the ten yeah. out of ten episodes that I'm sure we'll that is we'll have. true yeah yeah um, and then maybe also rank, rank them final
0: yeah all, we'll rank all of them yeah I'll definitely do that um I also when I was thinking about these because I thought about it beforehand I was ranking it on a scale of Avatar episodes not like TV in general because I think if it was TV in general all of these would be like Eight through tens, and that'd be like <laughs> yeah. way too close. So I'm thinking in terms of like Avatar episodes. So it it might seem a little like I'm being a little harsh, but I'm just com- like it's a higher like bar to reach in my yeah, opinion. Yeah. So just no, if I hear me just my inclusive. first rating, and are like, what the heck? Yeah. Like that's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So boy and iceberg, the first episode. What do you think of, of this one as an episode? Just overall, anything you want to highlight, Logan?
2: I mean, this is just intro into the world and originally the first two episodes i believe were aired together depending yes. on how you want to break this up but like if you consider just episode one as in it, in and of itself it doesn't really feel like it has much of a completion to it and that's why because it was originally released at the same time as episode two i think it's just impressive how quickly they get into everything and and just show you what is going on in this world like because it's, yeah. it's a lot. It's like a lot of high
0: concept stuff for a kids show yeah. to get you to wrap your head around, and they do an excellent job. Like I, I totally agree. Like when Katara is on the boat and like Sokka's like, oh, like I, when you're doing magical water, and like that already introduces you to like bending and everything. Um, mm-hmm. I, I like totally agree. But sorry, I interrupted you. You were saying?
2: No, I mean that's that's exactly what I'm saying. Like they they start out and it very immediately show you what is happening. There's been a war that's been going on for 100 years now. Everyone's tired. The the Southern Water Tribe is basically decimated. And they're almost out of hope. And uh, very quickly, you can see this, what's happening with the world. And uh, by the end of the first episode, there's that little spark of hope again that's come back. Because Sokka and uh, Katara happened into the
3: avatar
0: yeah yeah I, i'm not gonna lie the four three aspect ratio like really threw me off really when i first that. started <laughs> watching this when i was on netflix i was like whoa like that's interesting i forgot about that <laughs> i forget if that's the, throughout the whole show or if they eventually like adopted a more widescreen format i don't know i have to check I it, to, it out that
1: only happened the change that only happened in book three but we'll have to
0: look into that it also like threw what, uh, me off like yeah. just how much the characters changed throughout the whole show. Like, Sokka is, oh, yeah. like, a sexist, misogynist, like, pig at the beginning of this series. Um, and to be fair, he kind of gets, like, that whipped out of him very early on, like, in the Kyoshi episode yeah. coming up. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's just... It's it's interesting. Like, Aang, it, like, his voice even is, like, so young and he's just, mm-hmm. just this carefree kid. And it's kind of sad because I know, like, his childhood innocence is about to be, like, ripped from him. <laughs> Katara freaking, like... Starting out, could barely like move a wave. Like, it's it's kind of crazy. Um, Zuko, that horrible ponytail look. <laughs> I yeah. we should rank Zuko's looks throughout. Looks the, throughout. Uh, yeah. What would you guys give the ponytail look? <laughs> uh,
1: that'd be like a negative one. <laughs>
2: I'll give him a one.
1: I don't a know how May could like him like that, dude. That's freaking
0: ugh. Now, I'll then be- again
1: he didn't really have that before he was banished did he He's
0: more i'll give him like a, a two the ponytail but when he goes in a later episode just sleeveless ponytail that's a four i think <laughs> True, <laughs> to look yeah. there. Yeah. i also speaking of zuko in the original pitch zuko wasn't a character like at all in the show bible like they i think they eventually incorporated him but like originally they had the story with ang and these two other kids like the three of them as a group going together and then there was the fire lord was the overarching like uh big threat but um one of the nickelodeon execs eric coleman who like worked with them throughout the whole process very closely and they have nothing they had nothing but good things to say about him he said like you need someone that's like boots on the ground like is going to be after them every episode so that the threat is like more persistent, persistent yeah. And, and yeah like feels like it's not far off away in like a kingdom like it feels like it's pressing and urgent um and originally i think they they were just talking about like some adult, like Admiral Zhao, like figure. Mm-hmm. And then the Eric Coleman again was like, it may, what if it's scary if it's just like a kid, also a kid, like a really driven, motivated kid. And that's how Zuko kind of came about. And then it became like everyone's favorite character, which is really cool.
1: That's crazy, man. I didn't know I, that he wasn't originally part of the thing. Cause it, again, it's, he is just really well.
0: It feels like, like he's so woven is, in. Is yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Needed, yeah. <laughs> like, like him and anger, like yin and yang, like freaking, Yeah. Yeah. Aang, aye. <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> so also just like, um, do the music in this, Daniel. Do you still have your uh, instrument? I was
1: gonna whip it out the my kalimba.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh do you play yes. it? Do you still how to play it? The freaking. I
1: don't know if it's gonna show up for you guys.
0: dude I get, i'm getting goosebumps man like that is so nostalgic that's pretty good
2: angst theme did, is did beautiful
0: it came up very lightly for me but yeah mm. I, I could like get the yeah. gist of it
1: oh it's so good it makes me so happy being able to like to know how to play that
2: uh, yeah <laughs> it is such a beautiful theme and all of the music in this show is amazing yeah, yeah oh, it's, extraordinary it's extremely impressive i think the the sound designer and uh, music designer are both like really young guys, just like Brian and Mike. Oh really? They were That's brand so new as well. And, um, this was probably, I think it was one of their first like major shows or movies or anything that they've that. done. They brought in completely new guys for the purpose of having that fresh blood and
0: yeah, and I love that because yeah. it's, yeah, you don't, you're not like, you don't have any preconceived ideas of what, like a show should be, so you don't know like what's not possible and you just like go for anything.
2: I, I really like that, that's so sick. They um, they had them learning all kinds of new instruments and stuff like Eastern so cool. <laughs> instruments for this show. You can hear it too, you can really tell that yeah. It's,
0: yeah. it's not would uh, be so fun just anything. to come in and play around yeah. with different instruments. That's I'm so sure it was sick. stressful yeah. though. Holy crap. Oh yeah. Learning a new
2: instrument yeah. in a couple of weeks for this episode coming up. That'd be scary. That like, yeah,
0: thousands of people will listen to. Will the sound right? Will this be mm-hmm. what we need?
2: Like yeah. oh man, yeah. Also want to highlight that Dave
0: Filoni directed these first two uh Yeah episodes. Um, who then famously went on to do the Clone Wars, um, and then like is doing like Mandalorian and all that stuff now, but like this is that's, this was his job before that and just also in uh logan and i held up we both have this book like the art of avatar there's a lot of his like concepts in like the early in book one that like he designed a lot of stuff like flashing forward but to the jet episode uh in mm-hmm. this book it talks about the reason jet lives in like a tree house and it, it's like inspired by the ewoks that's what dave filoni like wanted to kind of hide that easter egg in there
1: oh, i didn't even think about
0: that that's pretty funny yeah the goat himself um, yeah. So, so this first episode, "The Boy in the Iceberg." What do you guys rank that
2: out of ten? Are we combining with the down. the first and second episodes?
0: Let's let's keep it all
2: separate. Okay. Just to, yeah. That's probably smart.
0: That's tough. I'm because there's a couple two parters.
2: Yeah, I would say it's probably gotta be like maybe a five or six. Like it's kind of middle of the road, and that's yeah a I lot. Want to put five point five for you, Logan. Sure. Yeah. I think that's a lot because of the fact that it doesn't have the, the beginning, middle, and end that you would expect. Right. It, it really, it's setting up the entire world, and it does it phenomenally. Um, mm-hmm. I, if I remember correctly, it ends, it only ends when uh, the firework or whatever flare is sent up. Yeah, the booby traveler, yes. yeah. The Fire which Nation. is
0: basically like the midpoint of the whole story so exactly yeah so you don't even yeah. of that
2: yeah two-parter you don't have the full ending of of ing and zuko first meeting and everything like that which is where that comes in the second episode yeah um, yeah daniel what do you give it
1: i i agree with that as like a five or six as well i'll give you say.
0: a 5.5 as well i i've put yeah. all my scores beforehand i gave this one a six and a half um, just because, like, it sets up the whole thing, man. Mm-hmm. Like, without this, like, it's Aang coming out of the iceberg. Yeah. Like, that's, and, like, the beam of light, like, that. And I do agree. Like, it's besides that, there's not much going on. But, like, it, I believe it sets up the rules of the world pretty well. So I, I give it a six and a half. I
1: respect
3: that. The one that. thing yeah.
1: that I keep on coming back to in my mind now, and I'm just like, man, Sokka's, like, really the only dude with a tribe full of MILFs. <laughs> And Gylf's
0: grand grand.
1: So I'm like, dude, what are you doing? You know?
2: Uh, them, apparently. Maybe but that's yeah. how
0: he has Immaculate Riz throughout the rest of the show.
2: <laughs> how old is Sokka starting out? 12, 13? Uh, I think he's 14. Okay. I thought he's like
1: 14. Or 15, now? maybe? I don't know.
2: Yeah, I think he's he's oh, probably Zuko 14. Was 15. And then well, Katara's two years so, younger. So four, 12?
0: No, because Ang's twelve. I thought Katara was fourteen, and Sokka was fifteen, and oh, then Zuko's okay. sixteen. I believe that's the yeah yeah no that's the order. It. Yeah, Zuko's definitely the oldest. Well, actually, Ang's a hundred and twelve. Yeah. Sorry.
3: Yeah. <laughs> True.
0: <laughs> um, I also wanted to highlight a, kind of like a pretty quick thing that happens here um like when they're penguin sledding on like the otter penguins or whatever uh katara's like i've not done this since i was a kid and ang's like you still are and it like kind of like that moment goes away quickly but that's like a pretty heavy moment because katara uh, also and sako also have kind of like their childhood has been mature for the yeah because because of the war like they're all the adults like their mother died there which we should also make a counter how many times Katara mentions that, um, but <laughs> yeah. uh, but like also all the adults sleep. so like they're forced to like step up, and that their childhood was kind of like ended abruptly, which is kind of sad, yeah. and that m- moment highlights that pretty quickly. Um, but all right, episode two, the Avatar returns. Yeah, so I think this starts out with Aang and uh, Zuko. Well, Zuko comes to the Water Tribe or whatever. Yep. And uh, it, I think it makes sense. I really like. I think it makes sense that. And can defeat these firebenders these soldiers oh, because 100%. they've never fought a fire an, an airbender, an airbender. Yeah. for a hundred years
2: and ang points that out too like he, yeah he directly says he's like you guys have never even seen an <laughs> airbender before you don't know yeah. what we can do
0: also so. ang just fights very unorthodox like he like is running up on the walls and like it's just like a fun fighter so they also yeah, probably are not used to that. At the same time, Aang is also like he is legitimately a master. Like a master, heir. yeah. That's mm-hmm. why he got his yeah. tattoos like pretty young. Yeah. Also just sick. I think he got it because he invented the air scooter. Right? The
2: air sphere, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I was gonna say he's a fantastic fighter. Like he yeah. just smokes yeah. everyone. It's kind yeah. of hilarious. I,
0: I also really like that Zuko like when Aang makes that deal to not he's like, If you if I go with you, will you leave the water tribe alone? Like Zuko, like I feel like a typical like evil villain they would just write him like he would agree to that and then actually like attack the village but i like that zuko kept his word and like didn't harm these people that didn't need to be harmed it kind of again shows that like zuko is just motivated at this one task he's not like a bad guy totally um he's just kind of like lost his way you know i think that's a
2: lot of uncle iroh's influence on him um they've been it's been over a year at this point that he's been exiled right yeah, I think so, it's been like I almost so, two yeah. years or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's been a while, and it's just been, it's him been and a while. Uncle iroh, uh traveling, looking for the the Airbender. And Iro has been teaching yeah. him the entire time, kind of maybe subtly influencing him on yeah
0: uh, the art of iroh. persuasion, by <laughs> Uncle Iro.
2: <laughs> but yeah, so I think iroh is is definitely a heavy heavy influence, and you don't even necessarily see that he's a like, a benevolent old man at the very beginning of the series. Yeah. That kind of comes a little later. Yeah, he's still not necessarily evil, Mm -hmm. and he never participates in any of the fights. There's one
0: time he does, like, he helps shoot that fireball at the end of this episode at Appa when they're flying away. That's the only Mm -hmm. time that he directly attacks the the gang. Mm -hmm. But that's Mm
2: -hmm. it. Yeah, which is kind of impressive that he kind of just doesn't necessarily, like, attack. And he, he certainly knows yeah. what he's doing the entire time, so. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's quite and, impressive. And
0: I think, uh, I forget if it's in these first 10 episodes or the next 10 episodes, but, like, actually, let me check when that is. Wait, when's the one where he gets captured?
2: Oh. Uh, isn't that... I think that's the next six? episode. That's in the Winter Solstice uh, Part 1, I think. Oh.
0: Oh, okay, that that does happen here, so I can't talk about it. Like when he, when he freaking sees the spirit, yeah, like poof.
1: Yeah, no, I was gonna say that when he like, sees
2: it's, it's... Roku's dragon,
0: a, there's something going on with Iro. It's more than yeah, DCI. he's a, he's a different level. He's an yeah. Autobot. <laughs> 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 but yes, yeah, so, I mean this episode, there's some we get to see like some creative fighting, um, and like start learning like about bending and different elements. I think more. I also, and, and then like I also think we should start ranking. The excuses for why Aang loses his staff. Because he loses his staff, like, all the time. All the time, Um, yeah. In this one, they, like, Zuko takes it to his chamber, um, and, and, like, Aang is imprisoned. I think this is a good excuse, personally. Like, this is a 9 out of 10 excuse, because, like, it makes sense that when you capture the avatar, you're going to take away his weapon, you know?
2: I don't even know if Zuko knew that it was a weapon as much as, like, it was his trophy that he was bringing back to his father. Right, I mean, didn't he see? He
0: saw him fly in with it, right? Didn't did he fly in with it? Yeah, he did. I don't did. remember if he flew yeah. in with it. He probably. flew so in maybe, when he
1: came to defend the, the Southern War Tribe. So yeah,
0: right. But yeah, I'm giving that excuse a nine out of ten. He was what do you guys give the fire it with <laughs> for? Ang losing his staff for for the excuse? Yeah, no, I agree. That's like a nine out of ten.
2: That's a pretty solid excuse. Yeah, I concur.
0: All right, cool. Um, also, in speaking of Zuko's chamber, you can see the Blue Spirit swords. Hung yeah. Up. It's pretty cool. Is the mask foreshadowing? Or is it just the sword? I don't
1: think the mask was, but the swords were.
0: I think there might have been like a mask, but I don't think it was the blue spirit mask.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I thought I remembered that you can see the mask somewhere prior to that episode, but I I don't know if that was true or not. But yeah, you can definitely see the swords. And you see the swords later, too, when he gets interrogated. Uh,
0: Yeah. I uh, wait sorry I'm also um, uh, I just looked ahead of my nose but like when Anne goes to the avatar state and every time Anne comes out of the avatar state in like book one it's like a diabetic person with like low blood sugar just like passing out <laughs> uh,
3: like Paul Blart yeah yeah he's like <laughs> he's just like
2: uh. when he goes into yeah. the avatar yeah. state in this episode for the first time oh yeah. my gosh that was the just water. Jealous. That was that was pretty epic. I forgot how good that music was. Yes. That first oh, yeah. time you hear it. It's like yeah. it is something else. And that again, yeah. it's just so impressive that they were able to it melds all together perfectly with the music and the yeah. scenery.
0: And the music, everything. the animation, the scenery. Also, yeah, there's this the it was just so impressive the animation behind this. Like I think every animation like cartoonist like Nightmare is like a show that changes scenes every episode um and like it's traveling a lot there's tons of different characters tons of different scenery you have to animate water fire wind blowing clothes around and this mm-hmm. show has all of that <laughs> so like this is yeah. a very difficult show technically to animate uh which is impressive that they pull it off and the martial arts too
3: yeah like yeah that alone being is being able to get all that choreography complex.
0: is
2: yeah, I was gonna say they had a special, like a actual martial arts master come yeah. in and, and show sifu kisu.
0: Yes, uh, you should listen to the Braving the Elephants. Oh, podcast I, I've listened to, to, to anyone it. that hasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they bring him on and talk about how he developed those styles. But yeah, sorry, you were saying.
2: I was gonna say he he was coming in, and they sometimes did three different sessions for each episode, where he would Damn, show that's them crazy. Uh, exactly like what moves that they're supposed to be, like, trying to animate and then send videos off to the Korean animators um, yeah, for, for reference purposes.
0: Yeah, I don't know if we also mentioned that um, they had two Korean studios that were doing the... At least in season one, they had two Korean studios that were doing the animation for um, book one. They would draw in, like, Burbank, like, here, the, uh, like, key... Poses and some of the key yep. characters, and then they would send it off to Korea, and and they they did a lot of creative collaboration because it's not like a foreign concept, uh, I guess, <laughs> um, uh, of uh, <laughs> to have um, um, like overseas studios do like the in betweens for animation. But this one was a lot more. They wanted to do a lot more creative collaboration, especially since it was very Asian influenced. They actually talked to the korean studio a lot to ask for input and generate ideas collaboratively more so than just like here's what you need to do like use them as kind of like animation monkeys or whatever um it was more of like a creative collaboration for the first time really um which was really cool and they, they actually had a lot of influence like for example like the the all the pirates are actually based on korean animators um in that that oh, really um, really yeah, they, they like based, besides the, the main guy, they like did some special design, but all the other like pirates are based on like animators at like in their friends <laughs> at the Korean studio. That's so um, funny. And the, the one guy, like the one that has like the, uh, that's like, don't, uh, drop the blast jelly, like later or whatever. Um, that's, that was like a really, they're really close friend that from the studio that was like their karaoke partner or something like that. They said,
2: it's <laughs> <laughs> so random.
0: Yeah. But And also, I think the Korean studio also, like, influenced, like, they, the Burbank team was having trouble designing, like, Jet and his crew, so they asked the Korean team to do that, and so they designed the, um like, Jet and his kind of, like, posse, that's where those designs came from, and they were a little more stylized, which they liked.
2: That's cool. That's really awesome. Is this? Yeah. I'm, I don't know, you tell me when a good time to talk about the different animation of, of the different... Bending, the bending styles because i think yeah that's, let's do it yeah that's an important point to make is the fact that the different bending styles are based on all four different different asian uh martial arts styles yeah, chinese chinese martial arts and yeah Let's do it. So not only not only are they animating martial arts in general, which is complicated and difficult, they're <laughs> four doing different four styles different styles each.
0: And water time. and fire are just flying around. At the, same
2: time. Like, <laughs> the actual technical skill is phenomenal, but yeah. So airbending is is bagua. I think it's loosely based on bagua, which is a very flowing, spiraling, moving around yeah. constantly type of
0: style. It utilizes light circle walking techniques. Yeah yeah bender shifts and rotates their center to counteract resistance and attack sorry i, I was i also did some research on this exactly yep. i'm so happy that you also have this <laughs> no so
2: that's the creators aren't super happy with how it turned out in the first yeah in, in avatar itself uh, in the last airbender because it was just so technical and yeah. difficult for animation but and they
0: improved d- upon like, it with Korra
2: when exactly. she's doing like the circle door training yep. thing and in season one of Korra, they they were very happy that they were able to kind of improve on it and there were some good instances good. you could you could see it happening every once in a while in, in avatar yeah but, um yeah Korra, it, it definitely you could tell it's improved
3: yeah
0: um waterbedding was tai chi right yeah tai chi yep. which makes a lot of it's sense it's like more fluid and mm-hmm. um the adaptability yeah push, i think that's pushing pull so say, of pushing yeah Yin and Yang.
2: Yep. All that. We'll, that's a lot more of like the the second half of this season kind of goes into that right. a little bit more. But um, I know um,
0: Firebending was based on the northern... Sh- Sh- I don't know how to say that. Shaolin? Shaolin, I think. Shaolin? Shaolin, yeah. Which... Yeah.
2: Apparently, that was the easiest one to animate. Well, the actual martial yeah. part was the easiest. Because I think it's, it's like
0: more direct attack. Yes, yeah, more direct than and it's more, like yeah, it's bigger, very big motions. Because a lot of like Tai Chi and is is like subtle movements, and that's very difficult to like get across in animation. So like the big attacks of the fire nation this would be firebending <laughs> was really also good. well there's a lot of
1: animation in this first season it felt yeah, like it you're was right on twos <laughs> oh uh, <laughs> yeah. no, so my point is with it being on twos you can get more of that impact because you're covering right. more distance mm-hmm. right in that time so i think the same that, goes I feel for like that also helps
2: yeah the same goes for earthbending when we eventually get to that it's uh,
0: hungar, yeah, hungar right yep because
2: that's more like you need to be rooted and have like powerful stances that's yeah big powerful motion all of all of them though it's all very grounded and and personal yeah and it's it's not like it's magic per se it's it's Mm -hmm. very it feels like it's a martial art in every instance which is very cool that it's it's centered on the person it's not like some harry potter wave your wand right uh which i think or even force yeah. i think
0: the uh yeah <laughs> I force think the, uh, the, lightsaber kind the, of thing. the like um what, what was his name like sent the guy the martial arts kisu. guy that Ki, kisu i
2: think it was kisu
0: kisu okay kisu like i think he so like he i think the creator like went around to a bunch of different martial arts classes and then like found this guy and when they talked about, like, the philosophies, he understood, like, he might be a good guy to bring on board for this project. So after, like, months, they talked about developing, like, martial arts style. And I think the original creators only wanted to do, like, one style, but K- K- Kitsu, I'm so sorry, I'm butchering that. I'm just going to call him the-, the sensei master. I don't know. Uh, but he uh, <laughs> he suggested doing, like, a different style for each element. And then also kind of, and the, and once they made that decision, like, a lot of things clicked, and that, like, helped them establish different cultural identities for each nation because it was based a lot on this core martial arts form which i think is just yep. so sick
2: and it does make a lot of sense from like a world world building perspective yeah. that different elements would have different styles coming out of identities that. and styles yeah, yeah. And philosophies yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yep it's, it's so th- sick and we
0: get into the philosophy a little later like i think in season one where we get to like the deserter and stuff but whew. well that's a great great episode. There. Yeah. We still haven't ranked episode two. <laughs> um so let's get back oh to boy. the tank with that. Uh what do you give in episode two, um out of ten?
2: I would say eight. I think it's it is getting up yeah. there to you know, some of the top episodes especially the, in season uh, one. I think it's just yeah it is so impressive what they do and this particular episode i think the music hits really hard yeah the fighting the music, music helps a lot between between zuko and ang the zuko fight.
0: also just like jumping off of his ship to like tackle ang oh like the balls yeah. on
3: him
2: <laughs> he's in a madman
0: yeah Dana, what do you give it
1: i also agree with the eight you know Right. I, I love seeing the, the... You guys need to
0: write your answers down so you don't have the same answer each time. You need to say it at the same time from now on.
2: <laughs> I think Daniel needs what? to go no, first what? next time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll go first next time. I Come actually on. have this one a bit lower. I had this one at a 6.8. Really? Um, really? Yeah, I I like this, better, this episode better than the last one, but it's also still a lot of setup, and it's also kind of, just looking at this episode, it's a bit... not incomplete but like the first half was in the last episode so it's still not like that full picture of an episode i think it's better than the last episode but i don't know i i I think there are a lot better episodes so i think part of this is also i want to save room for those like elite episodes that are coming
2: up that's very fair something that really struck me at the end of this episode was like the nice calm like after they had won won the the fight Mm. escaped um yeah it was like a nice calm, soothing you're like they're flying away on Appa type of thing. Also just I want to point out the f- yeah. getting Appa to fly initially when Sokka was like Wahoo. <laughs> Wahoo, yip Yip Yip. yip. <laughs> that That's was my so second good.
0: favorite reading of Yip Yip. The first is I guess we'll get to it next week, but when he's taking Yue on the uh on the on Oppa, <laughs> he goes, yip yep, yep. <laughs> like, that's my favorite Yep. <laughs> yeah you can't beat that one yeah, yeah.
2: but that was a little side tangent. like the the music at the end when it's like super calm it's mm-hmm. nice you're like ah it's yeah. a nice ending to this this great episode where they won their True. little fight and then yeah, it immediately turns him. yeah exactly <laughs> and then it switches on a dime to Aang just being super excited about like, we need to go here, 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 here. here yeah. Here, do all these different things. And it's like... They it
0: handle the tone shifts very
2: well. Yeah. With yeah. With a kid, for, with it being a kid's show, but also having those impactful moments. Yeah. It's just like, it, it went from that and it went back to the fun kid's show. And it's, and it's an adventure that they're going on. It's not just like, a, we need to save the world immediately. They, right. They're just, you know, going on an adventure as a couple kids.
0: Um, That's a good point. I think that's part of the reason I also maybe look now like don't like book one as much maybe maybe because because, like it takes them like I think like 10 episodes until we learn like the main quest like we know with the idea that he has to save the world but it's not till he talks to Roku that we learn that like oh no there's like a deadline and and, and, like then then like shit hits the fan it gets serious kind of thing and that's when I'm like all right I'm in like I'm kicked in I feel like this beginning part is more just like the fun kids show. They're going from like adventure to adventure, which again I don't mind. But I think when there's that purpose, I'm kind of like more locked in, which is maybe why I'm more inclined to like season two and three because I'm like this is approaching and the anticipation. Maybe that's why I like season two more is because the anticipation is better than the build up, the the payoff. Um, yeah. No, I get that,
1: but I feel like this is still necessary for the for the character. Like if he, yeah. he just jumped right in, yeah. To be like okay, I. Now, like it doesn't fit. No, like, I totally to agree. Have- he mm-hmm.
0: needed, like I, like I said at the beginning, yeah. like he needs this buildup and he needs to ease into that responsibility, even if it's not really easing. As we'll get into the next episode, we learn about his people's genocide. Yeah. Like
2: <laughs> episode three. Uh, yeah, let's genocide. get
0: episode three. We also <laughs> learn about Zhao here, which I, I really like Zhao no. as a character. Um, he's voiced by Jason Isaacs, which I didn't know. He the Lucius Malfoy. And also voiced the Grand Inquisitor in Rebels.
2: Oh, Admiral Zhao! You just said Zhao, and I was like, "Who?"
0: Oh yeah, well, he's he's Captain Zhao, I think, Captain right?
3: Zhao. Or commander, he's commander Commander now. Zhao? Yeah, whatever he's in.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. He, he originally says Captain <laughs> Zhao. He's like, now I'm a commander.
2: Um, he gets promoted uh, so fast, by so yeah, I just want to point. He's kind of like
0: he's like Hamilton. He's gonna rise up. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen Hamilton, but he's the evil
2: Hamilton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh. it also makes sense. I think it's interesting that Jason Isaacs voiced Zhao, command Commander Zhao here, it, because and then like it makes sense that he would later voice the Grand Inquisitor in Rebels because Feloni worked on both. So I think that's yeah. kind of cool. He's bringing over those similar. People. They also the Avatar people like designed Zhao based on. They were like, we need to get an actor that's similar to Jason Isaacs, like a Jason Isaacs type. And like one of their production managers was like, let's just reach out to Jason Isaacs. And they're <laughs> like,
1: oh, we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny.
3: But
0: yeah. Anyways, but besides that, then in Ang storyline, we see the genocide of his people, which is just like some heavy that's stuff so for a kids show, man. man.
2: Yeah. Season three yeah. or episode three, sorry. Yeah, season, season one three. Yeah.
0: But
1: yeah, dude. And like the denial you see he's going through first, like you don't understand. Like the only way to get up to this air temple is if you're like an airbender because of how high it is and all that. But you're just like
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh buddy. Oh, That's cow. rough, buddy. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, when he sees yeah. when he sees Monkey Yatsu... uh Yeah sitting, it's actually so impress like if you think about it. There are no if you if you take note. There's no burn marks on Monkey Yeah. Theoretically, what what I think people have theorized has what what happened was Monkey Yatsu basically just took out all of the air from that air room, in the room in that area that oh. he was in and just suffocated everyone, including oh, himself. I
0: never thought about it like that. So you That's can't so you can't <laughs> firebend
2: if there's no air. Yeah, so there's no he,
0: oxygen for fire to burn. He, <laughs> no one gosh. could touch him,
2: and he just suffocated everyone around, and he's just sitting that's, there. That's
1: bonkers. He's, that's like
0: the extreme version of, like, in Korra when she exactly. oh, was it, here, takes the air out. That's like that times 20. <laughs> that's
2: that's why he's the master. So yeah. yeah. And also, if you think about it, that's it's kind of a great thing that the monks are – pacifists and they don't want to yeah because they could (laughs) they could (laughs) (laughs) easily
0: take it (laughs) overpowered
2: maybe that's maybe maybe that's interesting maybe that was
0: a legit strategy why the that fire lord i forget his name but like uh, started with the air nomads because he knew they were the yeah because he knew they were the biggest threat
2: well i think that was mostly because the avatar was going to be a airbender yeah yeah it was going to be an airbender that's the primary reason but I, I mean, it's not a bad. Th- that's side. like
0: also kind of a dumb reason because then it would if they just kill the the avatar as a child or I guess they were gonna capture try to capture the avatar and like raise him to be their own. But if they accidentally killed him, then they, they would have just been reborn as like a water tribe person in yeah. a second. <laughs> but yeah, I guess they were trying to capture him and like raise them to be their own <laughs> like evil avatar. It's like it's like Scott Pilgrim like the nega Scott, whatever the heck. Yeah, uh it's like the Nega avatar.
1: <laughs>
2: Jake, what you just made me think of? I mean, they could also just not let him out, you know, just in prison. Yeah. Was that, was that what, 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 guy Daniel?
1: bit where death dies? He's like, yep, I'm super death. So you got to be reincarnated. So then oh, death yeah. is reincarnated, where then dies again. It's like, uh, what was it, like Chinese baby? I, I like, yeah. oh, no, no, God. The,
3: you know, he was oh, like, yeah, yeah. Gonna be, you're going to be reborn as a Chinese as, as baby. China. And yeah. then he's and comes like, back girl, as a girl, girl, girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: I have no idea what that references. So <laughs> no, I'm just right, completely here. lost. Okay, we'll send it to you later. Logan. No, no. no okay. let, let's it's explain it so
0: anyone in the podcast can also follow along. So Logan, there's a bit in Family yeah. Guy where like Death, like the Grim Reaper, like gets into a car uh-huh. accident and he uh, like dies, and so another bigger Death comes in and is like, "Super You're dead, Death, buddy." And he's like, <laughs> "What? I'm Death." And he's like, "I'm Super Death, man." And then. uh... Super Death's like, or Little Death, like, regular Death's like, what's going to happen to me? And Super Death's like, you get reincarnated. And he's like, really? And he's like, yeah, as we speak, you're going to be reincarnated as a Chinese baby. And then he, like, disappears. Like, Death, like, gets reincarnated. Mm -hmm. And then, like, a second later, he comes back. And both that, like, Super Death's like, uh, girl. And the Death's like, girl. And so, like, the implication (laughs) there. Oh, my (laughs) god Holy
3: Uh. shit.
2: Yeah. yeah. What did that have to do with anything again? I
0: think he. Daniel's. Daniel just likes Megan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he was, was saying, like, what? if you just kill. Like, if, if you, you kill the avatar. It'll
2: pop up again. Somewhere else. they reincarnate, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he would have been reincarnated. Yeah. Have you heard the theory that it was. Uh, shoot, it was. Uh, Grand, Grand. <laughs> no, it. Uh, <laughs> who's the moon spirit? I can't remember her name. UA? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. UA was, yeah. like, faded oh. to be the next uh avatar which is why when she was born she was oh effectively born without the spirit that she was meant to be born with
0: which oh oh, like rava or whatever Mm -hmm. raya whatever the heck rava avatars rava yeah yeah.
2: yeah. and then so she i don't know took a little bit of the moon spirit i guess that's really interesting to think about that, I, that's, I don't know if that's confirmed or not, but that's, like, a fan theory, I think, that it's she was, like, fated to be the next in line. Because
0: she would have been born around the time that Aang would have died if Aang would have survived for, like, 80, 90
2: years, something like that. Exactly. Yeah. So, she's... Interesting. Yeah. That's crazy, dog. Most most avatars are pretty old when they die, so it would have lined up.
1: Yeah. Well, most.
2: Yeah. Some, some are not. <laughs> There's definitely plenty that died young. I think the last waterbending
1: one after
2: kiyoshi wasn't that one the one before like or whatever the one before kiyoshi karuk
1: i think like 20s karuk yeah it yeah. was he like 20s or something like that because he's trying to fix all the spirit bs
2: oh roku rough. was the one after uh kiyoshi yeah that's right that's
1: right yeah I, oh, idiot damn <laughs> Kyo- you didn't like... even know the name of this guy <laughs> kiyoshi
2: lived to like 200 something
1: yeah, she she said, uh, "Death can have me when it earns me, boy." Yeah. <laughs> I am becoming
0: badass. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, Kyoshi Kyo- could do some stuff to me. What? Um. All right, this <laughs> episode. My world any day. Uh, we also meet Momo. <laughs> we also meet Momo for the first time. Momo almost yeah, yeah. didn't make the cut apparently because they thought it would be a stretch that both Appa and Momo got caught in Ang's iceberg. So then they restructured it so that Momo is actually just. Like at the air uh, temple? Yeah, at the air temple, kind of as like a symbol of hope for Aang that there's still mm-hmm. some life left over from his past. Yeah.
2: That's good. I'm glad we have Momo. We'd yeah. be much sadder without Momo. Yeah.
0: I, I wanna ask, are you guys are you team Momo or Team Appa? Like which who's your
2: favorite? Oh, I'm Team Appa. For Same. sure. But like
0: Daniel, all of Avatar can't happen without that's, Appa. <laughs> <Exactly>. That's true. <laughs>
3: My
1: mom's nickname used to be Momo. Oh, uh, have you
0: seen have you seen those like memes where it's like Avatar Last Airbender it's like a book and then it's like the smaller book like Avatar Last Airbender if Momo had a gun
2: <laughs> it's over in How one episode
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> I see, no, it's the first two
0: episodes are the same and then we, we meet him in episode three he just goes directly to Fire Lord <laughs>
1: oh my Op. god yeah that'd be honestly yeah I mean, he could fly yeah, yeah he, he just, just flies, flies. So so he just goes right to the Fire Lord and says, "Yeah, I'll show you some fire bending." <laughs>
2: uh, he's uh, yeah, he's. I think Momo is great, and I I don't think he does anything for the story for the most part. Like,
0: no, sometimes he does. One, like he, yeah, he does. Like, when he tried to sneak out, and he also tried to get water for
1: Katara.
2: Oh, yeah, I was they were gonna say the storm. He just <laughs> like didn't ever get the water, and he, yeah. <laughs> He's like great comic relief, though.
1: When they were in that, ref-
2: yeah, he, oh, yeah, he is.
1: yeah, but when they were in that uh, refurbished prison cell, did yeah. they just leave him in the hole? Was he like not able to get
0: out? <laughs> yeah, you don't see him for the rest <laughs> of the episode.
2: That's <laughs> a good point. <laughs> um, Do you mean the new, anyway, the new, no, the newly refurbished, yeah. the newly cell?
1: refurbished cell that used to be bad? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's also sick that like they don't have yeah. doors for it. Like they just have walls that they earth yeah, they bend down. Rock. Like that makes yeah. sense yeah that uh it's a good prison yeah it yeah. makes sense that because if you don't have an earthbender like, you can't, yeah that's a pretty big risk i guess they they knew that ang didn't know earthbending but he's the avatar so like he could have had the ability to escape if he knew earthbending yeah but, <laughs> but i know Boomy knew
3: yeah Boomi knew. yeah
0: yeah anyways episode three uh we also get the agni kai this episode the first agni kai so that kind of establishes what yeah. that is and i i love like, I think someone pointed out, like, dissected the fight that, like, it's not shot the best way. Like, it could have been shot better. Like, it's a little confusing. They reuse a lot of the same animation. But I personally really like this fight. Um, Just, like, the color scheme
2: also. Like, the oranges and reds oh, yeah. kind of saturating the whole environment is beautiful. And the music, again. I, I gotta call it yeah. the music every time, basically. Every time yeah. there's a fight with Zuko in it, the music just gets you going. Yeah. There's
1: that Rude. one horn that goes up where it's like... And mm-hmm. then it hits... Wow, all I got the same one.
0: goosebumps just then. <laughs> <laughs> I no, got saying, like when, when things
1: flip, and he's like, wha, 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 and it's like, oh, it's just so good. Yep, goosebumps. They
0: stick to your, yeah. uh, your
1: <laughs> little <laughs> instrument over there. <laughs> Sorry, let me, here I can I can bounce it out with this if we need to. But it's uh, right. what do you guys rank this episode? I'm gonna say
0: uh, nine out of all Avatar episodes.
1: Oh, I thought we were just
0: doing it out of this book. I'm, oh. do, I'm doing, like, out of Avatar episodes, but you can do this book.
1: Out of this book, I'd say nine. Out of all of them, I'd probably say like an 8.5 to
0: 8.2. I'm gonna give you an 8.3, then. Kind of split the difference.
2: I would say... Dead on five. I think. Really? Okay. Yeah.
1: The reason why I'm ranking this one so high is because it starts... It's This is the beginning of where, one, we're able to understand more of the Avatar cycle a little bit. Uh, That's true. We're able to get into like what actually happened to the other airbenders and seeing the leftovers of the genocide that happened. And really it's a big twist. So we're able to see like Ang starts to transition to say like, Hey, like the world is not how it was when I left it. And this is the beginning of me realizing like I got to change. So. Yeah.
0: Um, Logan, why do you say five?
2: I think, I mean, I agree with all those points. Uh, it's like, it is doing a lot for the, the world building like you said but i i don't i don't even think the execution's bad i just don't think it's it's able to be ranked super highly when there's so many other great episodes that that could be higher and uh, the the first two episodes i have a hard time like truly being mm-hmm. objective when ranking them just because they are the first two and they're they're getting everything started but i think at this point i'm like i'm going to be objective it's yeah not the greatest thing ever but it's it's definitely not bad either. It's it's to me it's right in the middle. It's as avatar goes, it's pretty it's an average episode which compared to other any other episode of any other series, it's got to be like an 8 or 9 out of 10. It's going to be phenomenal, mm-hmm. but with respect to the rest of the the uh, the avatar verse, not quite there. Or it's just you know, I, it's average. I, I agree with a lot of your points and I think
0: I was just hype listening to this episode, but I ranked this one a 7. Like, I think I like this one slightly better than the first two because it feels like it's kind of finally getting to the groove and we're kind of... This feels like the first, like, of the more... Not that there's a formula, but, like, the, the like, formula of, like, okay, now the gang are together. They're going on adventures. Like, this is the first adventure after, like, the setup and, the like, the pilot, really. So I kind of like that. We get introduced to Momo and Daniel's points. So I... Do agree that's not the strongest Avatar episode, but I still I really like this one. All right, next is Warriors of Kyoshi. I never really realized how early on in the quest they go to Kyoshi Island <laughs> until as we're it. yeah, whoa, that's pretty soon. <laughs> what
2: do you guys think of this episode just overall? This one's it's like a fun episode, partly because of the all the like antics that Aang's trying to get into with yeah showing off to the all the girls on the island and stuff like that. But also right. it's fun meeting. Obviously, it's fun meeting Su- Suki. Suki! Uh,
3: I
0: mean, you named mm-hmm. your cat after Suki. So. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: our, uh, our cat's name is Suki. And the other, our little boy cat, is named Kai, who is a uh, Korra character. In Korra, yeah. 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 And yeah. he's like Kai that he's a little piece of uh, something. <laughs> but uh, at least when he was younger. So, But yeah, Suki, uh, amazing character. and. I am glad that she's introduced so quickly, but it's kind of sad that we only see her for one episode. Um, yeah, early on in this season, until once next time we see her is not season. I think two? it's book two. Yeah, yeah, because
0: I think when they're yeah. going to, Bossing Se, she like runs into them at the like, like boat transfer immigration yeah. office, whatever immigration. it was. Yeah. I don't know.
2: Yeah i think as it was after this episode they decided the Kyoshi warriors decided that they want to go join and fight in the war whereas yeah. previously they had stayed home and they're like we're not going to take part um
0: that's also something that's very cool about the show is like it shows that like not only are all these people that ang and like the crew are coming across they're influencing them and helping them on their journey but they're also influencing the people they're coming across a lot of the time for the better um in my yeah. in my opinion like i mean whether you want to stay in or out the burning of war.
1: houses and like all the destruction and stuff but and cabbage yeah. man
3: and cabbage man, yeah.
2: Yeah,
0: cabbage man he he's got some beef rough <laughs> ironically he doesn't he has beef <laughs>
2: <laughs> i think uh, the cool one of my favorite this is like way far in advance but when when they all get together before the day of black sun and you see like all the yes. different groups of people that they've affected and like, become friends with it's kind of cool, yeah. Looking back, I thought you were gonna all say that...
1: all the different cabbages that they've destroyed. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> cabbage uh, man has been counting yeah. every single one,
2: yeah. <laughs> we need a cabbage uh. man counter starting next episode, maybe,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, but also, this episode, if you there's like that famous, or I don't know if it's famous, but there's that Easter egg, there's like a guy in the background, like having an argument with a pole because I don't think they like they didn't animate, like, a second person in there. So he's, like, having, like, a really heated, like, discussion. Like, at one point, like, it's, when Aang and Katara are, like, talking at the, like, fruit stand, it, like, when it's, the shot is on Aang, like, there's a guy in the background who's, like, having, like, a very lively discussion, and then it cuts back to the Katara, and when it cuts back to Aang, the cap, the guy that was arguing with this pole is just sitting on the ground with his, like, head in his hands, and he's, like, depressed all of a sudden. It's, so like, what was going on back there?
2: <laughs> it's really i funny. never noticed that. I they love to check, check it out. Stuff. It's so funny. I should, yeah. I love the dude that um when they first arrive and he says he's the avatar, oh, the, the guy that's like mouth. freaking out. Yeah, he's like, what? yeah." yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's me watching oh, any man. avatar episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um
1: also, hold on. Because Ang was a Southern Air Temple monk. Yeah. Would that make Katara the first woman he's ever seen. Possibly? In theory, could the Air Nomads
0: was,
2: they,
1: they were had female nomads. Yeah. Otherwise, they yeah, would
0: but they go extinct. Well, no, I thought they had quickly. like
1: were. I thought they had this thing where you had to like separate the genders at an early age and all that. Hence, why you had the girls and their other ones and the dudes. All at the the southern one, whatever. Not what? I thought I that was know. an actual thing.
2: I don't. I right don't know. At all, but that does that sounds correct because they don't have any like in the, all the flashbacks. There's it's always a bunch of boys. But I don't know if that's right. just because Ang's hanging out with. The, the dudes, lads. the and guys. Then they have like all the old monks that are are like, yeah, crotchety old dudes. Yeah,
1: and then there's a there's the other uh Yang Chen,
2: Avatar Yang Chen, the, is the Air- last Airbender. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because I thought she was from the Western. I could be completely wrong on
3: that. I don't, I don't
2: know off the top of my head, but yeah. That but wouldn't yeah. surprise me though. Like that philosophy, it wouldn't it be that surprising. Yeah. yeah.
1: So my point is, I'm not surprised my boy Aang here, the second he gets a a whole gaggle of girls on him,
0: he's just like... Oh, Oh, that he's, like, infatuated (laughs) by that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That That makes makes sense, yeah.
2: I like the first question that he asks the first... Potentially the first female he's ever interacted with was Would you it's like to go, go penguin penguins sweating penguins. with me? Immaculate <laughs> Immaculate Riz <Yeah>. like <laughs> As the kids say. She's
1: like, uh yeah, sure. Like I can't say no to that. <laughs> I'm gonna try
0: that pickup line at the bar and see if it works. <laughs> she says yes, yeah, she's the one. But anyways, uh we also get the uh Sokka kinda getting the like we alluded to earlier, like the misogynist beat out of him, which I really like. Yeah. Um the and also the ang riding like the elephant koi or whatever fish, the nagi. And, and, well, the elephant koi is what he first rides, then he rides the oh, the yeah, nagi. yeah, salmon yep. skin roll. <laughs> it's a friend's reference for you guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, then I really like also when when uh, what's his face, Zuko does arrive, like the color palette like changes, like, yeah, you know, kind of like it's like. It's warmer in tone, but, like, everything's still a little less saturated and, like, kind of uniform. Um, like, a muted warm overtone. It's it's pretty interesting. The tonal change.
2: You know how you mentioned in the first episode where Zuko didn't, like, destroy as soon as Ang gave himself up? He was, like, yeah, pretty... That exactly did not happen in this episode. That's true. He was just, like... Maybe he was, like,
0: I can't make that mistake again. That's like, kind of fair, yeah.
2: He's probably yeah. learned his lesson, but he instantly just starts burning everyone's house down yeah jeez,
1: like, dude <laughs> f you and f you give me the you ball lose a, you <laughs> lose a house you lose a house
0: i like this episode a lot what do you guys rank this one which we have should we do you uh, let's get your ideas in your head and then daniel goes first i have mine already okay okay daniel Pretty
1: good i'm at an 8.9 to 9.2
0: oh man i'm gonna give you a nine point one zero or one what do you want daniel
2: let's do it even zero all right Logan, I would say eight point five. I think. I all was right. gonna. I was gonna be like a little higher, but I think it's still like they're still learning their, you know, form. Agreed. Stuff like, like
0: that. Yeah, yeah, they're learning their formula, and also like, I like the bit where Ang is just kind of like running around with all the girls gets a little like repetitive, and yeah, again, which is fine, and it serves what, the purpose. Of what about episode. this? he does the hand thing you know with the beads
1: that one is really oh my god <laughs> yeah. do you remember looking back uh
2: and seeing him do that for the fish monger in yeah cora like the yeah yeah, the yeah. of that oh sorry that was long from now but uh definitely a good tangent right there yeah
0: i said um 7.75 for this one again this is my highest ranked episode so far but I, i'm still like saving room because i know like I feel like it gets better, but I still like this one a lot so far—the best out of all four. Maybe hey. I rate my
1: last one too high. Not gonna lie. Okay.
2: <laughs> I feel like by the end of this, I'm gonna be running out of room. I think Jake's being smart about like where he's he's <laughs> well, putting Well I thought these it leaves.
0: out. Yeah, I like did this yeah. all beforehand, and then I like compared them all, and I like did some adjustments to some because I was like, I know I actually like this episode more than this one, so like I've strategically done this. You guys are like on a whim, so like if you need to adjust it, like we can.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, I, I just like avatar like i man. think it's all, it's all good they're all Ugh. 12s out of 10
2: <laughs> i think the the truly like s tier ones i'm gonna be like yeah this is like 11 12 out of yeah. like, 10 yeah it's gonna yeah. it's gonna be breaking the scale some of these are just so so damn good that you can't yeah agreed. agree can't even rank all right
1: it. you can't bind it to mm-hmm.
2: an American infinity uh, a simple human <laughs> number <laughs>
0: infinity uh next is the king of omashu um another banger episode i I like this episode a lot personally like i like all the the like challenges that he goes through like the twist at the end i didn't see it coming i remember when i was a kid for the first time Mm -hmm. that like he's boomy i was like that's pretty cool also our first introduction into the earth kingdom um like and we're like well i think isn't Kyoshi like part it's kind of like its own thing so like this is really i feel like the first kind of introduction to the earth kingdom where like they're earthbending a lot and i like how they like show the culture of that and like show how like the infrastructure has been built up using earth bending as like a core component of it, like Mm -hmm. with all the shoots and stuff and like bending mail around and stuff. Like, I think that's really cool and how the society would be built around that. And a cabbage man also, this is (laughs) number one.
1: (laughs) Although I will say the way that they were shipping those spears was just not smart at all. <laughs> like whether or not like they were in the other cart, sure. But like what if that's somebody else's package and it just gets pierced by spears? Like Yeah.
0: Yeah, what if it yeah, <laughs> what, what would be like the worst thing? Like what if the package in front of it was shipping like balloons or something like that?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Gallons of milk just like yeah. spilled oh, all oh. over the place. <laughs> Nasty. I wanna point out at the very uh. beginning of this episode. Katara, such a G, right? What's his uh Aang Oh, the, the, the Mr. Episode.
0: pizzle Padalako, whatever like, this Yes, he says it perfectly. Yeah.
2: Pips and Padalopsicopolis the third, and then he's like, oh, hi, I'm June Pips and Padalopsicopolis. Like yeah. so calm, absolutely That's nails sick. it. She just went right with it, and she's not like, You idiot. Like, why would you say something like that? Yeah. And then uh, I do
0: like that. Katara has little bits of that, like yeah, she can have fun, and she yeah, yeah. she's yeah, still yeah. a kid,
2: you know. Like she yeah. is. You you do see that sometimes, even though I think she grows up the fastest, really. Agreed. Oh yeah. Like she becomes kind of the the leader, in a little bit, depending on how you want to look at it. But she becomes kind of like a leader in the group, um, even more than Sokka sometimes. So, but yeah, she can still have some fun and enjoy life yeah B june oh Picks yeah some
0: <laughs> do you have it written down or do you just remember it
2: <laughs> oh i got that one a lock
0: wow that's impressive <laughs>
2: <laughs> i'm never forgetting that one <laughs> that's gonna be the like dude. with
1: smitty werber Youngerman jensen dude it's like oh. you just you just gotta know it yeah <laughs> what's that from spongebob <laughs>
2: oh I, I thought he so,
1: was but I number one, sure. one. <laughs> oh, oh okay i didn't know if it was from like
0: leaf erickson vikings or whatever no that's
1: hang dinger dinger oh that's my excuse me <laughs>
3: i
0: also like um like knowing the twist now that boomy like meets like knows ang i like looking back you can kind of see like that he's testing him when he's kind of figuring it out in the beginning like when he like checks if he's still a vegetarian and then he like throws the meat to, like that's an obvious one to like yep. test his earbending. but i like that he's like Checking him out.
2: I think he recognized it, like, instantly, too. Yeah. he knows, for
0: sure. That'd be crazy, though. Like, imagine you're, like, on your deathbed, and then, like, or just, like, pretty old, and then, like, a childhood friend you haven't seen in so long walks in looking the exact same. Like, that would throw me for a loop, I feel like.
1: I'd be like, am I off my meds? Oh, no. Yeah,
0: that's fair. Um, And then Aang loses his staff again. We should rank the excuse. This one is because he's not allowed to use it during the first two challenges. I think it's a pretty good excuse cuz Boomy's crafting these challenges, you know. I mean, I don't yeah. think it was
2: terribly useful in the first two challenges either. I if, think you could have
0: maybe it used, used it with the uh, the key, the key, but the second one with Flopsy probably not.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, maybe if he like flew up in a way and he's like, "Oh, wait, you're actually Flopsy." Hello. Like that would've been <laughs> totally it, but Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I'm giving this no. an 8 out of 10 excuse. This is a good one. I would agree.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh yeah. Oh, Oh, we didn't we didn't talk about the uh, him losing his staff in the Kyoshi episode.
0: When did he lose it again?
2: He lost it in the fight with Zuko, and then he picks up the fans, the Kyoshi oh, fans. Oh yeah! And, oh yeah! Which is a badass moment. By the that's, way, that's I'm going to give yeah, that one a little sick. leeway
0: because it's cool that he was able to then use the fans and stuff the and, fans to cover his airbending. I don't know if that's know like why he loses it. Been
2: done before because that's not they're not normal for airbender. That's not like a normal right. airbender thing it's a earthbending slash i think technically the fans are tai chi in interesting actual martial Hmm. arts but like it was an earthbending thing and he just improvised he's like oh fans that would be something that an airbender could use
0: yeah blows wind like me (laughs) yeah
2: but yeah though that that, that one was also pretty pretty cool i don't know i think he just lost his staff because he's an idiot that time
0: i'll give it a six and a half out of <laughs> yeah. ten because it sucks that he just lost it like being an idiot but it's cool that he then used the fans sure yeah yeah but i would um, agree with
2: the eight in omashu
0: okay yeah uh, yeah so we get the waterfall challenge the taming flopsy and then fighting boomy i remember the reveal that boomy was jacked like blew my like 11 year old mind like i was
2: like back like
1: cracking out yeah just like oh what the heck i am but, the greatest
2: then, earthbender you will ever see <laughs> Just wait a, that, wait, wait, a yeah,
0: wait wait a season. Yeah, wait wait a season. And then uh he does get his staff back during this fight, but then he loses it like ten seconds after the battle starts. And I think that one was a two out of ten, because I think he just drops drops the staff.
1: Well, I actually want to ask you guys something. He doesn't say greatest. He says what, most powerful.
2: Maybe. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think that's the case, yeah.
1: So that does bring up a good argument, which we could talk about when we get to next season, but
2: like who do you
3: guys
1: think would be
0: who would win, Boomy versus Toph?
1: Well, it's not even just that. It's just like who who is more powerful versus who is more. I f- I'm I changing like it. Toph Boomy or more... Toph?
2: Who would win? Okay. Boomy or <laughs> Toph? Who would win? I'm a Toph I think it's still fan. Tough. <laughs> I kind. I think Boomy would win. Really? Really? Out of experience. I think Boomy Prime Only... would
0: have. I think now
2: he's in his prime guaranteed he's i 112 in his prime
0: dude he's 112, 12 and dude you saw the way he fell
1: back into that solid ground he that was like sick
0: butter.
2: that was so yeah. sick when he <laughs> the battles over
0: and he just like goes to the ground and comes back up like that was like,
1: i'm done
0: <laughs> but all right we're we talking about Toph pre or post metal bending because that is a whole other
2: i don't think it matters Uh field. i'm gonna
0: say i'm gonna say real oh, hold on i think pre boomy would potentially win post Toph clears and logan is you're like, saying is metal like that widely boobie... available
2: in like an arena or something like that because usually in the like, well, yeah it depends on also the, the if it's in the earth bending yeah say from... they're
0: both on the blimp <laughs> <win>. oh, well, <laughs> i'm thinking
2: i'm thinking in the underground arena from when we first meet toff yeah if they're yeah, both but fighting that's... in that arena mm. there's not really metal around that's how i'm imagining it and i think Boomy wins just because he's so experienced he, I think like,
0: Toph might win.
1: I think Toph wins. Because she does the one thing that Boomy points out that would be the thing that he doesn't necessarily... Like, he does it, but, like...
2: What?
0: That
1: the, Aang needs to find somebody that
2: waits and listens. The neutral Jin. Mmm. Yeah. I think Boomi understands feel the all rug. three of them. I think Toph is, Toph is, like, the most gifted earthbender. Like, quote-unquote, naturally gifted or whatever, but Boomy has the experience. That's... He you know, does have. He's, experience a, he's got a hundred years of experience.
0: But Toph has different experience because she's relied on earthbending for like mm, everything. Sight, true. Like I yeah. think that is different experience that forces you to become stronger. Like it's like it's like for an analogy, like if you like there's gonna be a super strong guy that has a ton of experience lifting, but if I lose my legs and I'm forced to walk on my hands, my arms are gonna be jacked very like a lot quicker than. The other person, I guess, you know? I don't know. That's a weird analogy. I was going to compare, like, a,
1: again, like a muscle bro versus, like, a fighter, right? So it might not have as much. It mm-hmm. might be, like, a medium build or something like that. But in that situation, he has the expertise to say, like, hey, I have my experience here because I know how to engage the situation. I and would want to see like,
0: that battle, Boomy versus That Toph. would be crazy. I think you're right that Boomy would have, like, I think Toph is a little hot-headed so that she might slip up. For that reason, get impatient. I think Boomy could outlast her that way and yeah. be experienced. Mm-hmm. But I think Toph is really good too. I don't know.
2: They're both I insane. Know, that's
0: interesting. Anyway, we, we've been talking a while. we got to <laughs> keep it moving. Yeah, so what well, do we rank this episode well, <laughs> out of
1: 10?
2: <laughs> out of 10. Uh, what did I rank the last one? 8.5? Yes. I think so, yeah. I'll give this one an 8. I think it's just just I... behind the last episode. but pretty close.
1: I concur
0: with that. You you bro saying eight. Of course, Daniel goes second. Yeah. Agrees with Logan. <laughs> no, no, because the reason <laughs> I'm saying that is because
1: what, what was the one I said, the Southern Air Temple, I said that was
0: 8.5? You said 8.3. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm bringing that down to like a 7.3. Oh, jeez. Okay.
0: Oh. Change it up on me. All right. I, I actually yeah. said Omashi was an eight. I said it's slightly, slightly oh! above. No, I had mine <laughs> written down four days ago, Daniel. I had a... Uh, I say Mashi's an 8 and I think it's slightly ahead of the Kiyoshi episode. In my opinion, I just I really like like the sliding and like with the creative earthbending. We finally see like an earthbending master fight and yeah, like that, that is, is cool. True. The tension of like you don't know if Katara and Sokka are going to be like eaten by crystals. I really like this episode.
1: And it just turns out to be it is a really good
2: episode. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the next episode not my favorite, Imprisoned. This is the one where Katara yeah. Gets purposely captured and goes to that like oil rig, yeah, uh, to save those earthbenders. I think Katara brings up her mother again. This is like the third time in six episodes, mm-hmm. so that's like once every two episodes. It's <laughs> the average, yeah. I think. Th- but there are some heavy themes with this episode though that they talk about, like with uh, like being imprisoned and like losing your faith and your identity with your culture. This people being oppressed. I, I also, I- this brings up a question because they the reason the way they get katara into the earth kingdom is they fake earthbend and they think it's momo but then they it's like katara's earthbending by you like shooting that gust of wind into the vent and i've kind of seen some debate around this do you think that airbending is visible to the inhabitants of the avatar world or is it that it's just an effect drawn for the audience to visualize it because i've seen some debate what
2: i'm pretty sure it's confirmed that it's from the creators that it's only visible to the audience. Slash Earthbenders. Or, sorry, uh, Airbenders. <laughs> oh. Like, airbenders, that's... airbenders experience like we see it, I think, as how they explained it. Interesting. And then we see it through their eyes because we have to be able to see it.
1: Right. But literally this episode debunks that. What? How? They'd... Prison. Aang's doing the, the cannon thing. He's like, guys, give me some coal. They just know exactly where to put the coal.
0: Oh, well, maybe mm. he got some dirt in that, so, so, so they could see it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's I a think good that's point. point like like
1: like think of like a tornado or something like that. Like that's a great point. I
0: forgot about that.
1: When you have like a tornado, it's like the huge turbulence of the wind plus whatever dust particles and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. It depends. It's
0: oh, it depends on yeah,
1: like it's a powerful enough debris? force. So that that's then just, that that would say that the air is still not
0: visible. It's the debris around it that's visible then. Well, it's, it's the turbulence and
1: the force of it, I think. And Which makes sense. And whatever dust and debris. Yeah, yeah, all the cold so, dust that's lying around. Yeah, cold dust and how fast that is for how mm-hmm. small of a radius it is, right? Sure. If we're getting like, the actual force of it. I wonder how
2: they're so. doing the live action show. That is a great... I am very curious to see how they do that. Uh, yeah. The, yeah. One, the one thing that I, I think kind of emphasizes the not everyone can see it, though, not only like, the, the pretend earthbending... In this case, but in the episode where we meet Toph, where, Aang blasts her out of the ring, and yeah, no one, no one saw Airbending right. happen. They just assumed that it was Earthbending. Um, right. So, and
0: then that's yeah. why that sets up the premise that the like ring, like the leader, the whoever runs the ring, is like they were in cahoots. Like, she, didn't you see? You didn't see anything. Like she, she just took threw herself off. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Yeah. So interesting. it's interesting.
2: I think. Daniel, you're exactly right where it's like Did the the debris and kick up in general, you're not gonna see it, but if it's something like it has like a tornado effect where there's dust and stuff that mm. you can see.
0: Yeah. Or like yeah. steam. Maybe they I guess. can choose when it's visible yeah. or not. <laughs> yeah, temperature would
1: also make a big effect to it as well.
0: Yeah. Alright. Uh so yeah, um this episode is beautiful. There's a lot of like like the Haru's farm, I think, is one of the most beautiful like landscapes we've seen like in art pieces so far but yeah it's it's interesting um kevin michael richardson voices tyro who's who's dad he's the guy with the really deep voice he also plays captain gantu and lilo and stitch uh he's done a ton of things yeah i mean it's not my favorite episode anything else you guys want to highlight from this episode
2: the first speech that katara gives is so yeah. awkward <laughs>
0: yeah it really is I'm like, <laughs> yeah i'm just like cringing a little second time. like third hand embarrassment yeah. <laughs> i'm like not even in the world and i'm still like cringing for her <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah
1: there's just a lot of naivety in this episode with her and it's just like mm-hmm. one like when she's having a conversation with is it haru or maru haru ha- haru haru yeah with his mom right because she's like oh what else could they do like come on just fight but it's like no like they're taking our people they're taking like, yeah you don't even understand what's going on there's more stakes um, for them yeah and then it's also just like again with that speech it's just like she she's she wants she has this hope in this drive but she doesn't know the drain that these people have been through like yeah all and all I, the, I do
0: like that they don't immediately like i think in like a lesser show they she would have given that one speech and then it would have like been a light switch and they're like yeah let's help out i like that it like takes a while For them to actually like come around and it's not only it's only when haru steps up that the other guys are um like enticed to defend him and step up get their spirit back like i like that it's not like an instant thing
2: i think it was pointed out very well actually by the warden guy frida's name uh but Uh the the warden warden, he's like i broke their spirits long ago like yeah little girl Mm -hmm.
0: That voice actor is also really good.
2: He is really like yeah, easy to hate that guy, which is so yeah. It's like well done. Uh, when he oh, when he throws the captain overboard, he's like, oh yeah, we'll yeah, find yeah. someone oh, I sorry? haven't thrown overboard. Yeah, and so tell funny. them to do this. Uh. Yeah, I would I would agree. It's like it's like a pretty mediocre, like middle of the road. I don't say mediocre. It's a middle of the road episode for Avatar. Yeah, I think yeah. Um, I rank- this is
0: also the episode I think where. Z- uh, Zuko gets her necklace.
2: Oh, at the yeah. end. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, What do you guys
2: rank this episode? I think this is a 5. Alright. Solid middle of ground. Which one did I say was a 5 again? The Southern Air Temple?
0: Uh, Yeah, Southern Air Temple was a 5.
2: I'd say this is like a 4.5. Like just, right. just below that one.
0: I said this one is a 6. It's the lowest one I've given so far. But I still think it has some. Decent elements, ha, <laughs> elements. <to> uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Are you guys a Zutara shipper or a Katang shipper? No, Katang. What? I want to talk about that Katang. Ah, uh,
1: Katang. I'm dude. also Katang. Yeah, yeah we're a yeah. Katang group. Let's go. I am a hundred percent certain that people were like Zutara or freaking like those are the people that love toxic relationships. They're the ones that when they get a relationship with somebody, they like stick with it even though they're like. It's just going bad. They're like, oh, but he loves me. Like, no, just like, 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 treat yourself. Like, like, you know you're worth. Get out of that. Like, they're literally fighting each other for like two and a half books, and then you're just like, oh, okay. Like, but they could like, you know, Sneaky Link. Like, no,
2: Daniel. I would <laughs> say that like, I I know a lot of people that are big Zutara fans, and I cut think- them out of your life. <laughs> well it, one is rena <laughs> so that would be a problem oh <laughs> <laughs> and i think uh. the, the way it was explained to me is the fact that the enemies to lovers trope is like really popular mm. in like mm-hmm. in, yeah in fiction uh like a lot of people really like it in fiction these days you see it all the time in in uh different books and stuff so i think it's it's just a trope that they're like you know going off yeah, of yeah
1: but no <laughs> i don't
2: i i am a huge i like ang so i'm gonna stick yeah. with katang but yeah i don't know Th- they, they set it up the entire series like you ha- what about you that like 12
1: percent that says like ket
2: no screw that <laughs> no uh, I hate all right are we gonna get to jet yeah, we will. Yeah, Alright, okay. let's keep yeah. going. Episode
0: seven. Winter <laughs> solstice part one. First of the two parters. I ruin a hot tub. Everyone's thoughts on that?
2: <laughs> ten out of ten.
1: Um hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I love the he when he, he like talks myself. to little mole something or other. I don't I forget what hybrid animal mm-hmm. it was, but that was just he's just having a conversation with uh, an animal in the in the wilderness and then gets yeah. jumped. By a bunch of <laughs> yeah. and then zuko comes in and is analyzing his detective skills He's Rocks like don't slide up <laughs> rocks don't slide uphill i'm like nobody like else even considered that it could have been like everyone like else was like oh it's just a landslide you know it <laughs> shit happens oh, gone as they As like
0: as they live <laughs> as in a world where in... people can move elements yeah
2: like they're maybe not the brightest. Uh, they're in zuko... the earth kingdom <laughs> Zuko's yeah. Zuko's doing his detective stuff, smelling sandals.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's Uncle Alright. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but this one starts out really sad for from Aang's perspective uh, and, and the gang's perspective when they're flying out over and they see a forest that's been been burned down, just yeah. decimated yeah. by presumably Fire Nation. We don't know for sure, but I think it's it's alluded to that this is just another one of the side effects of of war and uh yeah we see what happens and the spirits are upset because of it um they they find the town but uh katara reminds saying that you know there's there's the acorns that will then produce more trees like the cycle will continue the trees will be reborn not everything is dead and gone forever it's it will heal and balance yeah. will be restored, which is such yeah. like a perfect metaphor for the entire series. In episode yeah, really seven, is. like this is yeah. such a wise thing for a 14-year-old girl to yeah. be pointing out, <laughs> but um, it's, it's, it's a really sweet way of starting the episode. Yeah. But,
3: uh,
1: Would those be Katara's first trees? Not in this episode, but like... What? I'm just trying to think about like... How much does she know about trees? If she's lived in the southern woods. tribe, that is a good, good point. point. Yeah. Yeah, how does she know about so, so, acorns? So, so how does she know it, that's my point? Is how does she... <laughs>
0: She's
2: She's experienced wow. trees for approximately four episodes now.
0: And is an expert. I do like how in this episode it like this is a later, but like how Zuko is chasing Iroh and or like tracking him down, trying to rescue yeah. him after he's captured, and he does see Appa and Katara I think like flying the opposite mm-hmm. way and he makes the conscious decision to not follow them which has been up until this point his only driving goal and he chooses to go save Uncle Iroh I think that shows how special of a bond yeah. they have in a very short moment I think it's very cool that's, that's one that.
1: thing I love about with all the little tidbits we get with Zuko early on here kind of like to what we we're saying before like these there's these moments to where you understand his values. Like, obviously, like he's saying, like, my honor, my honor, my honor. Like, he's driven to go get his honor back. But he values the lessons that he's learned from his uncle. Also, his family relationships with his uncle primarily. But also, again, as, as futile as it is, still trying to regain that uh, connection with his own yeah. father, right?
3: I mean, yeah. um, Uncle
2: Iro's is really a father figure for Zuko. Oh, yeah. Even before oh, yeah. he was banished, Uncle Iroh was yeah. kind of acting like a father. Like, his father was really distant and Mm yeah Zuka was a bit of a mother's mother's boy mama's boy (laughs) but uncle Iroh was like the one that was talking to him and letting him into the war council and stuff like that so it was yeah it it was uncle Iroh all along
0: that brings up a great point that like not everyone in the fire nation is bad and not everyone in the rest of the world is like good like it's not as Mm -hmm. black and white black and white that's a big theme of this show that like I mean in this episode like the earth um, benders are the ones that very violently, like, attack this unassuming old man. And later we'll even see with Jet, like, Jet is trying to do good, but, like, is going too far with it and ends up kind of going mm-hmm. down a dark path. And there's it's not so black and white as to who's good and who's evil in this world. Um And, and I think that's, like, a big theme, especially with Zuko's character. But also, I think it's also represented in a much real way speaking of black and white like with the the choice of spirit that attacks the village in this episode it's like a panda um a black and white creature who also is not it seems like he's just evil in the beginning because he's this monster attacking the village but then when you learn why he's doing it and why he then eventually he stops it's not as black and white as you usually think i think all of those themes are just fantastic
1: agreed that was a really freaking good transition, Jake. That was- Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a kid show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, These
2: themes are so deep. It's, and it's still relevant, uh, relevant today.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and this is also the episode where we learn about that Ang has to go talk to Roku for um, during the winter solstice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what do you guys rank this episode? Daniel, you go first. <laughs> I'm going to say like a six point seven. All right?
1: Cuz it's a good introductory to like the beginning of like spirits and all that kind of stuff. But I don't think there's that much uh, and you know, it's wholesome with like, you know, the pan and all that, but there wasn't much else going on. Okay, you know. But it's still pretty good.
2: I think it's a solid 7. Like it's yeah. like like Daniel said, it's it's above average. It's, you know, it's moving the plot along quite a bit actually. And you, yeah. I, could, I could push for, like, a 7.5. It's it's in that range where it's it's good, it's solid. And I do love the fact that it's... Zuko's not pursuing Aang in this one. It's, it's. Uh, yeah, it changes up. He's the pursuing. The it is, yeah. He's pursuing Aquairo. Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: he's always pursuing someone. <laughs> I'm giving true? this one... I, I forgot I changed one of my previous rankings, uh, episode 3. I've given that a 7.1, and I'm giving this one a 7. Um... 'Cause I think I like the Southern Air Temple a little more than this one, but this one I still think is pretty solid. Again, like Daniel said, introduction to kind of spirits. But it also it feels like a more of a setup for this next episode. We're gonna get to the Winter Solstice Part two, Avatar Roku. Which, spoiler, this is my favorite episode out of these ten. Um, really? Yeah, dude. The yeah, we'll get it. Let's get yeah, into it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: this is a banger. Like Yeah. It really is. Um,
0: I, I, I mean, it that's starts true, off, they're true. going to infiltrate the Fire Nation, which is the first time we actually get them going to the Fire Nation. I love the bond they have because Aang's like, I don't want you guys to come with me. It's too dangerous. And then they're like, we're coming with you. And I just love that this bond at this form, because these guys were strangers seven episodes ago. And now they're like, I'm going to invade... Like, they're like, I'm going to invade, like, Russia with you, <laughs> basically. <not> a- <laughs> uh, Ride or die, oh baby. Oh, Yeah. Bad boys for yeah. life. And then that leads to, like, an incredible, like, this sequence where they're, fla- like, there's been, like, a lot of unique action, but we've never seen, this is the first time we've seen, like, kind of air combat. Like, they're... Flying up over this blockade, and there's freaking fireballs like flinging mm-hmm. all around them. It is so sick, dude! Like this it is, is air warfare. Yeah, with yeah. tons of ships. Like I feel like the highest stakes we've had to this point.
2: Oppa, the real hero, yeah. guaranteed.
0: Oh my gosh, he like tanks oh, so two fireballs during this battle. Yeah, I'm
2: sure. When ang goes up and just blows one of them up ahead yeah. of the thing, that was badass. Like the first or the second episode, sorry, when he like deflects the fireball over and hits the wall of the canyon or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. thing, that's cool. But when he just blows it up in front of everyone,
0: not just deflecting, just like
2: attacking. That's a shift in perspective too. Like he's not just deflecting, he is going through Right, which is
0: what the air nomads were kind of trained to do. And I guess that's good that he's not just deflecting because he needs to learn four different styles. Some of them, which, like, is just attacking head on. So he's getting ready for that.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's very earthbender of him.
0: Yeah. Speaking yeah. of Appa, though, uh, I did want to flag that he is a hybrid of a manatee and a bison. That is that are that is his two hybrid. Like he's supposed to. Like when you look at him, it kind of looks like he's like swimming through the air almost, hmm. like a manatee. I can see it.
1: I wanted to ask you guys about this because we talking about the animal aspects a good bit here, but um, the variation between Mixed animals and regular animals. Because I feel like season one, we're getting a lot more regular animals. Really? I think it's see only
0: like on. one or two. Like, I think we get Miyuki, the like cat. She's like a normal cat.
2: That's in the next section yeah. too, right? Oh yeah,
0: that's in that's, episodes 11 through yeah. 20. Um, yeah, and and then, like most of the animals are hybrid. Like,
1: of Kangaroo Island, there was... Yeah, but they also uh, don't call
0: them... Like you like opposite sky bison. They don't say manatee bison. So like maybe Kangaroo Island could be like a kangaroo dolphin hybrid or something like that. But they call well, that's true. But there's you know? something else
1: that I was thinking of. There's another animal that was just like a normal animal that like threw me off. Daniel, these are the Grandma. hybrid
0: animals of season one. Please. He <laughs> <laughs> pulls up. He pulls the book. up the. He has this the page otter? like red, red. I had it bookmarked because I wanted to talk about it. The otter the penguin.
3: Oh, chickens. I love them.
1: Yeah, I love those, dude.
2: The original creator
0: was upset that they did or like kind of like upset that they w- did so many different pig variations, but the like animators went crazy. Like there's a pig deer, pigster, um woolly pig and mo- moo Oh wait, so. the panda.
1: That's what I'm thinking of. The panda spirit is just yeah, a but giant the spirits, panda.
0: The spirits I think are supposed to be like singular. I think that's like kind of the point of it is like they're different than like the creatures of the world. I'm more forgiving of that. Really?
1: I thought that would have been like a panda that was like, I don't know, lived in the forest. So that was in, they made a shrine of it and then it died. Also, the Komodo rhinos are sick, dude. No, I do. That is very true. Those are freaking
2: episode. Dude, the lizard thing
1: that the, oh God, what's her name? You know, you know, you know what I'm talking about. June. No, that's
0: an anteater.
2: June Uh, with her, uh, uh, shrew. Let me find her.
0: Yeah, 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 sure, sure. Dude, yeah. have you seen June in the live-action trailer? Oh. Do not need to look it up?
3: She could I... do some things to me.
0: <laughs> she could paralyze me.
2: That, that's the same thinking uh. that Iroh had. Yeah. Apparently, <laughs> apparently June is actually yeah, yeah. modeled off of one of the one of the animators yeah or like someone it's right who here hey, yo. bounty hunter
0: june was modeled to look like our friend and post-production supervisor lisa yang we even named the shir shoe after her dog nyla yeah
2: i think she's had several other characters hmm. oh it was may may book. has her personality <laughs> that's what it was
0: yeah, yeah yeah i see
2: that so like she has several different like characters all based off of her I, what was her name again
0: uh lisa yang i think lisa like yeah yeah,
1: I'll be looking on LinkedIn later. <laughs> on LinkedIn.
2: <laughs> this is also
1: 20 years ago, Daniel. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no wrong with
2: that. Almost. All right. In another well, I'm year. Well, like they were doing the in... concepts
0: for it. Oh it yeah, was 20 right. years ago. It was been. It must have been
2: over 20 years ago. I think they started yeah. in like 2001 or 2002.
0: I think 2002 they started. That's like crazy.
2: Movies, yeah. is insane. It was first released in 2005. Yeah. Which is yeah. Almost 20 um, years ago. Holy cow! This, really old.
0: Uh, this is also. I, I like that the, once they get into Roku's like palace, they don't. The, there's one got, sage that doesn't want to fight Aang, which I do. Yeah. Really like again showing black and white, like not everyone is evil that's here, but some of them are. Like, do want to
2: attack him?
1: Yeah, that was more of like a charcoal.
2: It was kind of a twist <laughs> when all of the sages were well, like they acted at the beginning like they were all, like against mm-hmm. him even right. though they were supposed to be, like, working for the Avatar. Yeah. It really shows you how far things have fallen in 100 years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which I also fair. like... It's 100 I've years. Actually,
0: yeah. I like how they get into the the room because they, like, use Sokka's idea to, like, blast the doors open. Like, use blast. to simulate mm-hmm. fire charges and that doesn't work but then Katara comes up with the idea that like they'll think it works so they'll open the door for us like that's a pretty complex plan and again kind of goes back to boomy's big idea like think differently mm-hmm. when you're going through these challenges and that that was like i've really liked that plan like it's super complex but like freaking works like that was cool i think that's one yeah. of the
2: first times we really see Sokka starting to do that where he's yeah. he's the planner he's thinking out like right setting up the the dominoes and knocking them down, kind of thing for, yeah, for the team. Yeah, he so. gets
0: knocked down. He gets up again.
2: I think we see it a little bit more in in Jet or well. the Northern Air Temple. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and, and that.
1: But Jet is in a way where it's more manipulative. That's the that's the big thing. There. Let's not talk about Jet yet. I, we're, yeah,
0: we're that's true. Too we'll too get to time already. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Zuko like tracks him, but Injau just copies his homework and also tracks him to this place. But then <laughs> like freaking. He and gets to talk to Roku, and then like goes wild, like seeing a fully realized avatar just like go crazy against mm-hmm. the Fire Nation is sick. And also the fact that like they that Roku burns hot enough that it melts the chains off of uh, like Katara and the gang, and also Zu- and Zuko, but that it doesn't harm them to show how much control he has is mm-hmm. really cool. Also, I think it's cool that he does melt Zuko's chains kind of shows that maybe he ha- he knows a little bit about zuko's destiny and also knows that zuko's spoiler alert is his great-grandson or great-great-grandson one of those great great you remember i think it's two roku is, yeah, yeah yeah which i think is just sick yes. everything's connected that was
2: uh, uh that. that key point of like it's such power but also the control behind it yeah of a fully realized avatar roku was how old when he like he's up there he's yeah. 80s or something like mm. that he was young, yeah. old when he he died, but he was insanely powerful as a firebender. Um, yeah, at that time. So,
0: and then he melts the floor, and the music in this play in this scene too,
2: like, oh my gosh! Oh yeah, he he basically destroys his own firebending temple. Yeah, but uh, it's actually it's really poetic because Roku originally died from a volcano, a volcanic yeah, explosion. Yeah, true. He died. Um, when his home island was erupting so and he was trying to basically defeat the volcano almost yeah but it's it's a little bit poetic that he's the one that brought out the ruin of his own temple using the same uh, is it the volcanic same? i think it might be the same exact island too it's the same island oh, i think really? it's, I thought it's so, his home yeah. island that's cool. that they built it on yeah. and he's the one that basically destroyed it again full circle
0: Uh, Yeah, so I guess in the end he kinda like he conquered the volcano, like he controlled it. That's pretty cool actually. I didn't even think about that.
2: It's a really interesting thought, but yeah. My God, he's so powerful. It is so cool. And yeah, dude. Just seems like the wise old man. It's really cool that he is also like, I'm within you. Like you are you can talk to me whenever, basically. Yeah. Um, once you master the Avatar state. Yeah. That's the only
1: way I'd be good with an old man saying he's in me.
0: Okay, if you conquer the Avatar state. (laughs) Uh, It's just, its this episode's so sick. It also sets up the entire, like, rest of the show. Like, this is where we learn, like, about the deadline of Sozin's Comet, and that Aang has to defeat him by this time and master all the elements. Like, this is when it really gets going. Eight months? Yeah, something something crazy. That's absurd. And then, also, you talked about, like, the the gang, like, flying at the end of that one episode, and how, like, the tone shifted. The end of this episode, it's just the gang flying into the moonlight and it's silence. Like I don't think anyone says anything and it's like they the music plays. But that moment, dude, I'm going to get some thinking about it. Like it's, oh my gosh. Because it, it's like the weight of the responsibility that was just put upon this group is like setting in. And like that's it's crazy. Solemn.
2: It's a very solemn yeah. feel of response, like the responsibility, like you're saying. It's yeah, It's a lot yeah. for three kids to take on what do you rank this episode 9.5
1: 9.2 okay i said
0: nine flat okay because we're all in the same ballpark. This is, wait yeah. what did you you said 9.5 logan yeah daniel said 9.2 in the nines i think this is the first nine except for daniel you said kiyoshi was also nine
2: yeah i just love that episode that's yeah, a really good, one. good one uh this one yeah. phenomenal it really does yeah. set up the entire rest of the show it gives, yeah. it gives it a sense of urgency too, which. Yes. Um, yeah. You know, it's useful in in the sense of story building and, and having a, the conflict, the overarching conflict, pushing at all times.
3: Um, yeah. On, yeah. On the characters. All right.
0: We got two more left. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a long podcast episode. Thank you all <laughs> for listening. Uh, so, the waterbending scroll is next. This is where Katara starts teaching Aang waterbending, and then they find, like, the pirate mm-hmm. thing. I also like there's a subtle moment. Sokka, like, Is a team player and like agrees to clean the gunk out of Appa's toes. That's pretty cool. Yeah, he's
2: just like, eh, okay.
0: Yeah. What do you think about the story beat that Katara like steals the scroll? Like that kind of might seem like a little out of character, but also like I understand why she did it totally.
2: I think it's it's one of those instances where she's being a kid again. Like Mm -hmm. she's not, you know, maybe an adult wouldn't do that kind of thing, but she's like a little. She's got a little bit of the mischief. And Aang, right. just—he's all about it. He's—he's he's a mischievous kind of kid yeah. still. Yeah. Uh, Sokka was the one that was against it, mostly because of the repercussions that were mm-hmm. that happened, happened immediately. Yeah, yeah. But Katara's like, yeah, we got the Avatar on our side. You know, like what? How bad is a couple yeah. pirates?
0: Um, and then Zuko teams up with the pirates,
2: and she's she is being a little bit childish too with like the uh, the jealousy. Aspect. True, yeah and i didn't
0: wanting. really like that too much i get why she did it like it makes sense that she wants to be good because she kind of it was just, this was kind of her thing before it was ang's in her mind um but it also makes sense that ang is a quick learner because he has he's a mastered air he's mastered yeah, and like he already is familiar how with flow. how to bend and like tar yeah. doesn't even have that base to start from that's true
1: and yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: bending is not too far different from right it's it's pretty flowy yeah. it's got the same type of movements i think a lot of yeah a lot of the case
0: yeah i I do like that concept kind of comes back when ang struggles with earth bending, and i like how that like because it's the opposite element it's more difficult for him to pick up but since this one's adjacent
2: like it's not as yeah challenging yeah it definitely shows you know some character flaws in katara which i don't think we've really seen that much of up until this point right minus the fact that she brings up her mother every two seconds (laughs) yeah yeah and she's like you know a little bit of like a like too optimistic bossy. sometimes. Oh yeah. She can be optimistic. Yeah. If they're bossy too, but like, you know, there's, there are flaws in the character, all of the characters, which Yeah. Is... And that's
0: good. That's a yeah. well-rounded character. Exactly. If you, don't, if you don't have flaws, like it's, yeah, it's kind of like the Superman syndrome where like, you're, you don't want to watch someone That's too perfect. You know, you can't relate. Yeah. I think. And you, they don't cases. have anywhere to grow.
2: Yeah. hmm And there's a ton of growth. That's the thing. That happens. Yeah. They're all
0: in
1: relatable season. in different ways. Mm-hmm you know? Yeah. Just from their different personality traits. So it's it just it, it is fun to see, like, this dynamic of them all in different... Again, like what we were saying before about, like, how they're even approaching the, the situation mentally. Like, Aang, he's he's go with the flow. Katara's... Like, she has her reasons, but she's also just like... Eh? And then is just like, you're both idiots. Like, we should not be doing this. We already got enough heat on our tail. <laughs> like
0: <laughs> My favorite, uh... So I just, I'm thinking back to the humor, but, like, my favorite line from this is when uh, uh, the pirate and Zuko, the main pirate and Zuko are, like, fighting, and then Iroh's like, stop, are you uh, two idiots too dumb to, like, look and see that your own ship is sailing away? And he's like, we don't have time for Proverbs. He's like, it's no proverb. And he turns around the ship's
2: going, like, that's so funny. <laughs> that he's like, maybe it should be a proverb. Yeah. <laughs> that is a great – I uh, the pirates I, I read are the... so funny.
0: Yeah, I saw oh, yeah. that, that um, I think I, in the Braving the Elements podcast that uh, Zuko, the voice actor, and Mako, who was the original voice actor for Iroh, like, worked together on a lot of projects. Like, they, uh, a- as, like, a mm-hmm. father-son kind of mentor-mentee relationship, so they were very familiar and kind of could, sit like, settle into that easily, which I think comes through and is really cool. But yeah, uh, I don't really have much to say about this episode. Like, it's cool that they're finally starting to, like, Intention like immediately after the Roku episode where they're like we have to learn bending they immediately start like trying to learn water bending even before they get to the North Pole so it's cool to see that urgency and seeing progression of beginning to learn bending but besides that like I don't have too much to say about this what would you guys any last thoughts or ranking
2: it's a really fun episode it it kind of yeah goes back it you can tell it's one of the earlier episodes where it's still like a fun loving having a yeah it, it's a bit of a mischievous time that they're they're having with their kids and it's not quite as serious as some of the other ones
0: yeah all
2: right ranking
0: daniel 7.6
2: logan i'd give it an eight i think i was actually gonna rank it i think a little bit higher and then as we talked about i'm like yeah maybe not quite as high again i want to leave room for yeah right some of the other ones
0: I'm giving this one a 6.7 just because Katara gets a little pissy, in my opinion, uh, about, like, one to be the best. But I, I do understand it, and she has to grow. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Last episode of this first 10. This, again, been a long episode. Uh, maybe next week. I was planning on talking about the Netflix trailer that just came out. Maybe we can talk about that briefly, or we could save that for next week um, as well. Because this week we kind of have to set up the whole show at the top, and then we will not have to do that next week. So... Episode that's true, that's ten, true. Jet. What do you think of Jet as a character?
1: He's a well-written character, and you understand where he's coming from. Yes, agreed. But at the same time, like you're not supposed to like him. <laughs> agreed.
0: <laughs> Completely agreed. Yeah, you I mean, understand his motivations. Sorry, yeah. It's a
2: very relatable. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say it's a very relatable. Well, maybe, kind of. <laughs> like I don't he's have inclinations to murder. But he's vengeful, which is, you know, that's yeah. You know, it makes sense. His his family was destroyed. And like it's understandable that a lot of people in this world would have uh vengeful point of view towards the Fire yeah. Nation. And it's kinda of of wild that like it's a bunch of kids in a treehouse in a very uh taking their matters into their own hand. Mm-hmm. It's, kinda... yeah. it's like what like Huckleberry Finn and and that kind of yeah old yeah old time is a bunch of kids just being kids, and the right. one leader who is arguably you know a little bit not not all the kids are bad in any way they're just following orders and following their their leader who is maybe gone down too dark of a path
0: yeah gone too far yeah yeah it's it's a very interesting like concept I think it's executed pretty well. I also, I mean, I don't like Jed also because, and more selfishly, because I, like we just said, I, I'm a uh, Katang
3: shipper Katang, and yeah. he puts a <laughs> b- major wedge, like the
0: dramatic, like twirl he does when they are like going up to the, the treehouse tower. I was like, get your grummy little hands off the guitar.
2: <laughs> when he is fighting and does like slow motion fighting at times, yeah. it's like, damn, this yeah. dude's cool. I don't like it.
0: Yeah.
1: It's also sick,
2: yeah, his <laughs>
0: weapons are, like, so unique and, like, cool. But, yeah, like, it's hard. Yeah, Those it hook blades are dope. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's hard yeah. to, like, not think he's cool because he is a very cool dude.
2: With, um, the, with the stupid little... Uh, tweed yeah, or whatever. Like, in yeah, his, like, yeah. he's so weak. I don't know. Yeah. He actually, he took on Aang and beat him up Yeah, a good amount. That's, which that is, is one thing yeah, I, hilarious. I
0: do like. like like when non-benders can, and bending and benders fight and like the unique ways they showcase that and the different fighting styles, I think is pretty cool. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. And he did take on Aang, which is pretty impressive. I mean, it was in his domain, which makes sense.
2: And mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah. yeah, like it,
0: he's a, he's got some,
2: I do think fighting Aang wasn't background. really trying to hurt him that much. Either. Yeah. Like, yeah. Aang wasn't maybe going full out, but it's still very impressive. Like, all the the different characters that we see. (laughs) What'd you say?
3: And goes to the Avatar State against (laughs) Jet. It's like,
1: you're going after my girl!
2: (laughs) It's Kiyoshi that comes out. It's like, oh, shit. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. Oh, no.
0: (laughs) Roku emerges another volcano under the the (laughs) treehouse.
1: But, yeah, no, no. Jake, but your point there with, like, benders versus uh, non-benders, that's one of my favorite things about Sokka throughout the entire thing. Yes. Especially later mm-hmm. on when he like goes Great through his point. own sword training and makes his own sword and book 3 and all that. But he's
0: very capable and doesn't let his limitations like, like define him. And he uses his own skills yeah. to like be a val- valuable it, member of the team. I wouldn't even call
1: them limitations. Like not being able to bend. It's kind of an asset because it
0: forces him to like focus on using his mind and yeah. his strat- strategicness and his boomerang.
2: <laughs> Have you noticed that he picks up his non-bending fighting styles from each of the different nations as well yeah along the like way he, Kiyoshi kiyoshi's and then kiyoshi's earth like and then the he sword fighting learns the fire the sword bending from the sword bending jeez sword, sword fighting <laughs> that'd be sick from she the fire so that that'd be dope
1: it's like hella from thor's but it's like yeah dude, that'd be
0: that'd be sick dude That that's again like Avatar, <laughs> Avatar. If Momo could sword bend,
2: <laughs> sword bending's the next step after metal bending. You know. Yeah, honestly, fair. yeah. There's a little bit of it in in Korra when. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's her face was fighting.
0: Uh, K- Ku whatever K- her name was. Yeah. K-
2: yeah. I don't know her name. The the season four villain. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. When she's yeah. when she's using her metal strips but yeah yeah
1: yeah i
0: don't know um i i do like the art in this episode as well like the treehouse vibe kind of felt very different than the rest and like i I know that like the fire nation is kind of their colors are like more red and so even though this wasn't in the fire nation because like jet is kind of like a much darker character kind of gave me like vibes of fire nation because they use that visual language to kind of cue you into maybe this dude's not as nice as we originally thought which i think is pretty cool storytelling technique
2: and the Fire Nation yeah. had taken over that area too, right? So right, yeah. They yeah. had control and, and all that, mm-hmm. which is cool. Visual visual storytelling.
0: Yeah. And again, like I mentioned earlier, like how they flesh out the side characters in Jet's Gang, like Pipsqueak, the Duke, uh, all those mm-hmm. guys. What's it,
2: Longshot uh, or something? Like yeah, that? Longshot was one of them. Longshot? Yeah. Yeah. Dave and Filoni then, directed this episode, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he did this one.
0: This was... Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, 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 Aang also loses his staff again in this episode Um, So like he's about Once they figure out Jet's plan Like Aang's about to jump off the cliff To like glide and stop it But uh, Jet runs in and like grabs it And so that he can't get to the dam I'm gonna rate that a 6 out of 10 Because like Aang didn't really see it coming So like it's a pretty good reason that yeah, I'll give but, it a 7 yeah? For, like,
1: how Jet how jet Caught him it. by surprise. A... Okay.
2: Yeah. I think six... I'd in between 6.5. I think it was cool, or actually quite impressive that Jet, Yeah. again, is taking that's what on I'm saying. Aang. Uh, didn't Jet actually... Didn't the glider get, like, broken or destroyed a little bit?
0: Yeah, I think so. When they were, like, jumping through the trees, and that's why once he yeah. got oh, it back, yeah. he couldn't, like, go immediately to the dam.
2: Mm-hmm. I remember it was, like, a little bit tattered up or something, and...
0: Yeah, yeah, which is yeah.
2: sad, but,
0: and then Katara is ultimately really the one that freezes Jet, which I think is really cool because it shows the progression of Katara starting to learn waterbending, as we saw in the last episode with the scroll that she's like getting definitely better with her powers. I mean, it's also emotional for her because she trusted this guy and they like trauma bonded over like both their parents dying, uh, to the yeah. Fire Nation.
1: But her instincts were wrong. But at the same time, she's not a simp, so. Uh... <laughs>
0: good for her (laughs) and then it's also interesting because the plan goes through like the the dam blows up and like destroys the town which is pretty sucks Mm -hmm. for all those people that live there but luckily like Sokka got there first again using his strategy brain he knew he probably couldn't defeat all the warriors so he went down to the source of the problem and like evacuated everyone yeah i like this one um i'm giving this i actually i have my ranking already what do you guys give it
1: no, Jake, you should go first because me and Logan have been going first. No, but
0: I,
2: okay. We'll I'm actually your numbers still in thinking head, about then. it. Yeah.
0: I'll wait. I'll wait to yeah. say it.
2: What did I, what did I do for the last one? Eight for the last one.
0: Okay.
3: Yeah.
1: I like how Aang just did not care like about like Jet, like he, like again, like, he was like Jet's cool guy. Like he didn't care that he was like risen up guitar at all. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he just didn't know. I don't know. <laughs> he is a little he's, bit He's a nonchalant Riz. So, yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. But yeah.
0: Do you guys have your numbers? Are you ready for me to give mine? Yeah, I think so. All right. I yeah. gave this one a 7.25. Uh, yeah. Really? Yeah, I like it better than the last one. The last one I gave is 6.7. I have also the order of mine I can give you
2: yeah. afterwards. that's fair. I'll be generous and give it a 7.5, I think. Okay.
0: I, I think might be biased in like dra- bra- dragging it down just because I hate Jet, and I don't like that he tries to get between guitar and Aang. Well, that I might think, be part
2: of I think, yeah, I think it's a phenomenal, epi- like, it's a really well done episode because of kind of how much you end up hating Jet after, like, if you're watching this for the first time, you don't realize that Jet's bad initially. Like, he seems yeah. like he's yeah. not this, like, a, right. but he's like a But cool then when guy. he like, attacks
0: that old man, you're like, whoa, 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 whoa.
2: <laughs> so you're kind of like yeah. learning with Saka, I guess.
0: It's also cool. Kind of some parallels, but in the Imprisoned episode, the reason Haru got captured is because that old man, like, tattled on him, basically, yeah. from the Earth Kingdom. And again, going back to the black and white themes, the reason Sok is able to convince everyone to leave the town is because the old man that he stood up for from He's the Fire support Nation him. supported him. So that's a pretty cool parallel there. True, yeah. Not black and white. Yeah. yeah. Dan, what do you give this one?
1: Well, maybe that just means that old men will do what's in their best interest, but... <laughs> either way that is actually not a terrible point (laughs) that's the lesson of all of avatar (laughs) that's pretty gray actually like gray areas (laughs) do what's in your own best interest but yeah yeah uh but no i'm gonna
0: say 7.4 all right um i (laughs) can give you my final ranking in order i don't have your guys in order but my top episode was the winter solstice part two avatar roku uh Then I had King of Omashu was actually my second episode. Then I had Warriors of Kiyoshi. Then Jet was number four. Then I had the Southern Air Temple at five. Uh, Like, just yeah, in order. And then I had the Winter Solstice part one, the Spirit World at six. Um, Then I had episode two, the Avatar Returns at number seven. Um, Number eight, I had the Waterbending Scroll. Nine, I had the first episode, The Boy in the Iceberg. And then 10, I had Imprisoned that was my ranking of the episodes. I
1: Jake, I think you and I are pretty similar except we swapped uh Kiyoshi and Omashu.
0: Yeah, you had Kiyoshi as your top after And then uh, Avatar Roku.
1: Did I have Kiyoshi in my top? Actually, yeah, I think I did.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, you had you had as your number 2, you had Kiyoshi. We can we can organize it after the yeah, pod we'll and like do, kind we'll of do like later. a big reveal yeah. at the <laughs> do a re-
2: we can read yeah. let's recap next time i think that's a great yeah. way to start the next episode yeah. And, and
0: yeah that's a great way
2: kind of um i do want to ask
0: before we wrap up do you have any favorite moments or least favorite moments overall from this batch of episodes yes yeah
1: omashu fight uh and gets sent back into like the the pit for the third, third you know test and all that uh-huh but that shot, for some reason, it's literally so nitpicky. But the <laughs> shot, like, Aang lands and, like, slides or whatever, but then the shot continues until he's completely oh. out of shot. And okay. it throws me off every time I watch that. And like,
0: why... why I thought you were saying spend? this was your favorite moment. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, okay.
1: No, <laughs> no, no. Like, that just throws me off yeah. every time. Yeah. Like, he's just out of shot. It's like holding it for a second and then it shoots back just to an the animation
0: movie. thing, yeah. Yeah. Logan, do you have a favorite or least favorite moment Are, from this batch?
2: I'm stuck between the unsurprisingly the avatar state in in uh, episode two in episode two and the avatar in roku's avatar yeah uh from episode yeah. eight yeah they're just both so powerful yeah. like i the think powerful- roku's mine yeah mm-hmm. then if that's the case i'll say the the from episode two the boy in ice okay or, what's that one called? i also i love avatar the moment returns. that we yeah, had the boy
0: in- avatar returns i love the mo i mean what you said too, the when ang just like kicks or like Breaks the fireball. And also when Appa just tanks one, like that whole... I love that episode. Yeah, that one's really
2: good. I think just the power behind and the music every time that they have the Avatar State is just... It blows me away.
0: Yeah, except it kind of is a double-edged sword because I hate that they used it in... Then in, we'll get there next episode, but Great Divide when they're, like, climbing out of the canyon. It, they play the Avatar theme and I'm like, this is so undeserving of the Avatar theme right now, like, when that, they're on the backs of those spiders climbing out. I'm like, what are you doing, man?
2: That episode is just... We'll
0: get there, we'll get there. Alright. Um, yeah. Uh, I do have another wrap-up question. Do you have a MVP, like, a character that you think was, like, a highlight, like, a that you really liked from this batch froth of episodes
2: guy. froth <laughs> mouth guy <laughs> from kiyoshi
0: 100 <laughs> percent
2: uh appa guaranteed Absolutely. that's a good one he's the mvp every episode basically yeah, yeah. Oh, i might say Saka.
0: i feel like saka's had like the most immediate growth and change like he's established as this like misogynist and then he's very quickly like taken out of that and then he also we start to see a strategic mind so i, I really like saka in this batch of episodes that's a good yeah, point. yeah same all right. Um, yeah, next episode we'll get into the next 10 of book one the and wrap those up. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have any other last-minute thoughts on this first batch before we wrap things up?
2: I mean, this is just a groundbreaking show. Yeah. Thinking back as to when oh, it was yeah. made, like it blows my yeah. mind that they were able to achieve everything that they did with, yeah. with such high level. So.
0: I'm so glad we were like th- the target audience also like – not that yeah. you can't enjoy it at any age, but like that I was exposed to it like as it was coming out like and lived through that. Is very thankful for that.
1: All right, like, imagine being a parent during that time. <laughs> and like, you're like, you know, like maybe you're like the kind that like watches the show with your kid or something and like just, that. You're like, so, so like, your invested. Kid's like, your kid has like, oh soccer my God. Practice this is like, <laughs> <laughs> on the day a new episode
0: comes out, I'm like, sorry, you got to come home and watch this. <laughs> They're more invested. All right.
1: Yeah, exactly. That'd be so funny. But, yeah.
0: Are you ready for um, patron shout outs? Yeah, man. Hit me with them. Cue the epic star's music. Boosh, Garbache, Lori, Frank, Rick, Lisa, Evan, Tony. Thank you so much for watching the Tears. Thank you so much to this shout out. If you the supporters over on Patreon, Link is down in the description to get the audio episode early. Special benefits, cool, portal, and more. Thank you sincerely to our Patreon supporters. All right. Are you ready for our cool comments?
1: Yeah. What were people saying this time? My comment is,
0: Avatar is cool. Yeah. That's a good comment. <laughs> Daniel writes it. behind that. that. <laughs> <laughs> wait i think i might have brought this comment up before but it still makes me laugh so i'm gonna bring it up again well we posted a tiktok called what will loki's director do next and we were talking about loki and all that and then oh i did because i remember this name came up uh woman annihilator commented just a reminder cars 2 is the best cars movie just like out of blue like not related to our tiktok at all i love the just name woman too annihilator. yeah yeah Amazing. <laughs> All right, uh, uh, ready for the introduction?
1: Yeah, tell me when.
3: When?
0: We just talk about whatever we want to talk about, and now we're done. Blank. <laughs> thank you so much, everyone. <laughs> we really appreciate it. We'll be back next week with the next 10 episodes of uh, Avatar The Last Airbender, book one, Water. Thank you again, yes. Logan, for joining us. Is there anything you want to plug or anything you want to shout out while you're here?
2: No, not really, but thank you guys for having me on.
0: Yeah, of course, man. Yeah, of course, man. Alright, well, I mean, Logan will be back next week, so see you all then. Goodbye! Bye!